1: And welcome to Haunted City. I say evening because it's always evening in duskfall. There is no sun. It was destroyed in a cataclysm. My name is Jared Logan and you are watching Haunted City, the show where we play Blades in the Dark. The incredible game from John Harper and Evil Hat. The best game written in 20 years? Easily. Uh, With me uh, during this session of our game, I have an incredible cast who have come to give you part two of a very special Haunted City storyline, The Rise of Chuck. Uh, the tagline, Chuck shall rise. Uh, and here with me to pr- portray uh, Chuck's uh, weird and twisted crew, uh, Chuck himself, Abu Salim. What's up, Abu? Yo, yo.
2: What's up? How you doing? Uh,
1: the diminutive uh, but no less twisted Mathilda, played by Sydney Emmanuel. Oh my gosh. Uh, and the disgruntled <laughs> Leech, also very short. Canute, played by Ross Bryant.
0: Small but the mighty. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, right, what's Rise up, of guys? Chuck. And a Chuck shall lead them. <laughs> Rise yes. of
1: Chuck. Rise Why of I, Chuck. And, I feel like we're
3: doing like a news report where it's like there was a fire tonight at 10 p.m. A fire at 10 p.m. Uh, broke out at 10 p.m. when the fire started. We're like Rise of Chuck when <laughs> Chuck will rise. rise. Chuck's Chuck's rising.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we got a we got a Chuck rising in the east and. Well, with a um, huge Chuck front moving in from the West Coast.
1: Oh, great! This, this is, is great. just a little message we're shooting it out to Troy Uh If a Chuck shall rise T-shirt, uh, I mean, it feels like a bestseller. Yeah, I mean, I'd, yeah. Wear it. yeah. I'd wear I it. I definitely would wear it. I might just get a white T-shirt and write that on it with <laughs> permanent marker. I think Can everyone would question one? why I'm yeah. wearing it, but hey ho. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wait, um, what's it? I'm wearing my. Um, I'm wearing my, Ooh. it's October oh, cool when we're talk. recording. You're probably listening to this in November, but I'm wearing my, that's my uh, Boris Karloff The Mummy t-shirt. Nice. And my favorite thing that ever happened while wearing this t-shirt, I was going through TSA security and a guy said, uh, one of the TSA agents said, original mummy, come over here.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: that's great and then he patted me down but uh oh, all right. oh, okay. i was like oh. hell yeah <laughs> original mummy um do you what's your best t-shirt what's your best t-shirt abu
2: oh man so after finishing uh raised by wolves uh season two uh this designer uh the, one of the graphic designers made a t-shirt for me where it's basically me in my latex suit and it says, "Who's your daddy?" <laughs> and it's That's like great. The it's the crazy. It's so funny because it's literally me, just like
4: <laughs> "Who's your daddy?"
2: <laughs> written on it. It's it's ridiculous, but so well, so good. I wore it for the um, for our rap party, uh, and yep, it was great.
1: It was uh, super great. <laughs> how can I get one? I love Raised by Wolf. I know, right?
2: <laughs> I know. I should actually, uh, I should actually, like, I could make
1: a killing from that, you know? That's Ooh. right. You got to put the shirts out there. Yeah. You got to move that merch. You will be sued by Ridley Scott. <laughs> but, <laughs>
4: exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know.
2: But you just got to sell them
1: out of a stall in a back alley. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Come yeah, over you know here. You want Raised by Wolves merchandise? It'll yeah, be great. Yeah. Uh, all right, Sid, what's your cool t-shirt? What's the t-shirt you're proud of?
3: Um... There's one that I think is more funny um, because it's a nonsensical shirt. uh, And it just says, I'm never going to buy another horse. No way. No how on the front. And then on the back, there's like a a weird drawing of a horse. And it just says, OK, maybe one more. And every time I wear it, people are like, what does this mean? Do you own horses? And I'm like, no, it has. No, it's nothing. I don't own horses. Um, Somehow
1: I knew because you skateboard that you would have. An amazing t-shirt. I
3: don't know <laughs> okay.
1: what it is about skating and t-shirts, but you My, guys find yeah, the rocket, most man. amazing vintage t-shirt. Is, it a, is that a vintage
3: shirt? I have no idea. But Jared, the amount of you're right. The amount of graphic tees I own is embarrassing to myself. They are like stuffed into this huge underbed drawer and I fold them really nice too so I can like thumb through them to see the different designs of what I want. And I'm like a sneakerhead, but a T-shirt head.
2: Yeah, uh, it's wow. embarrassing. But my, I mean, my it's other, cheaper.
3: it's cheap. It's cheap. Mm-mm. But uh, my other favorite one, my boyfriend got for me, is a joke. I have a band called A People Person. That's like the moniker of my band. And he was in a shitty, like New York City uh, souvenir gift shop in Times Square, and he just saw a dumb shirt, and it says, "Do I look like a fucking People Person?"
4: he was like, it's it's hilarious.
3: So he bought it for me, and I'm like, there's only a few situations where I can wear this. I don't wear it often, but it's one of my favorite t-shirts.
1: Yeah, so if anybody knows your band and they see the shirt, do I look like a fucking people person? They'll be like, yes, Yes. you do. (laughs)
4: Uh,
1: You are a people person. Uh, That's amazing. Uh, Yeah, all right. Now, Ross, I know that you mostly wear top hat, tails, full bow tie, (laughs) Wherever right, uh, you go.
0: I, I try to wear boating attire during the day and then change into uh, <laughs> dining attire um, around five o'clock. Right, when you um, when, go when through my, to the
1: parlor. Right, when my <laughs> valet
0: comes to dress me and tell me that everyone's come for tea. But uh, um, I, I wish I could answer you right now and tell you that I, I have one of those like uh, shirts that they advertise on. I think they advertise mostly on Facebook that's just like a block of text that's like oh. – Sorry, I'm from North Carolina. So that means I'm uh, I like rambling, gambling, fishing and crabbing. Like it yeah. just goes on for like two paragraphs. But no. Um I think my favorite one now is one that I also found in a in a in a thrift shop that was um It's this is not a cool shirt by any stretch, but it's um it's official
1: it's official Bloom County merchandise. I found Bloom County. A, wow, did you even get that in UK, Abu? Bloom County. Bloom County. What is that? Bloom, oh God, it's, it's a, a comic, comic strip. strip. It's a daily. It's a comic strip from the eighties. Yeah, and it's early like 90s. about a county. Bloom County. It's like about I'm a. It's it. about a penguin and a cat. Uh, yeah, and and but it's also uh, pretty political. Yeah, but like yeah, but
0: honestly, like for a daily comic strip, I think it's pretty funny and like yeah, totally. Like and just the art ca- was cool, very cool. And just in case this like phenotype fooled you, I was like a huge like middle school dweeb who was like really into, <laughs> really into like uh, newspaper comic strips. So when I found this uh, shirt with uh, Opus the Penguin on it, I was like really stoked because it was the kind of thing that I would have loved to have as a twelve year old. And being an older person is about accumulating all the things you desired when you were a, a, of a younger
1: course. person. Yes. At least in twenty twenty two, it is abu furiously googling bloom this county is, right look, now look, look at the, this is the image that came up <laughs> Yeah,
3: there
4: I, they are.
1: Abu, don't
3: feel bad i also i'm not familiar with this and i'm a big fan of uh comic like i had all the far side comics growing up and calvin and Hobbes, and uh the weird clown one that i forget the name of um but this and is i've never, never s- heard of bloom county? i've never seen this yeah.
1: Okay. By the way, audio listeners, when Abu said, look what came up, it's a picture of a penguin and a cat looking into tidy whitey underwear at their <laughs> own genitalia. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Soapis really and great. Bill and, and one of the – maybe uh, Milo or, <laughs> or we uh, have, uh, I think we had Dennis the Menace.
2: Did you guys have Dennis the Menace? Yeah. yeah. Dennis yeah, the we,
0: Menace, we, sure. Yeah. We had the incorrigible right? Dennis the Menace. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. A little yeah. scamp.
3: He's popular parents. again, wow. too. Everybody I, likes to put those decals on their big trucks of him peeing on something and being a little. That's Calvin.
0: Well, that's Calvin. Calvin. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> all right, guys. Erase that. Okay. Just go back and erase that. My credibility. <laughs> this is so great. Your credibility on
1: comic strip characters. Look, are no you guys ready to enter?
3: <laughs> now,
1: all of that said, are you ready to enter Duskfall County?
3: yeah take me yeah, out of here man. I'm embarrassed alright
1: here we go a thousand years ago this was a land of beauty and magic then came the cataclysm that blotted out the sun and ripped open the gates to the land of the dead the city of Dustfall is a metropolis of tenements and factories surrounded by crackling lightning barriers outside the city is a wasteland of vengeful spirits inside the city is a teeming hive of scum and villainy inhabited by twisted Despicable, backstabbing scoundrels like Chuck and his motley crew. The uh, the sun chee is rattle, gone. The only rattle, that shines in rattle. duskfall are the blades in the dark. Chee, chee, chee. Special Chuck edition. Chuck shall rise. Chuck shall right. rise. We did it. There we go. Uh, I, I imagine just Chuck on the logo. Chuck's head coming out of the O or something. <laughs> Haunted City doesn't have an O in it, but I imagine it doesn't even have an O in it. Exactly. Yeah. Out of the A. Out of the A. Um All right. Guys, welcome back to the show. Uh we are in need, perhaps, of a little recap. Last episode, Chuck finally com- uh, com- uh completed his long term project to build his own crew, mm. and we met Chuck's crew, uh name TBA. Uh uh TBD if uh, if they come up with like a specific name. But right now they're just Chuck's crew. We met Mathilda, a slide, uh, who uh is sort of um uh childlike in stature, but uh monstrous in sh- she sort of black widows uh rich families, but pretends to be a child and then knocks off uh, her her adoptive parents. Is that right, uh Sid?
3: Yes, that's true. And She has two long brown pigtails that she always wears, and it's never not creepy.
1: That's right. Uh, And she definitely creeped out a couple uh, NPCs so far. Uh, We also met Canute. Canute, a leech from Scovelin, who uh, betrayed his former crew by blowing up the warehouse they were in uh, because he has a chip on his shoulder. Tell us about that, Ross. Yeah, he's
0: doesn't like to be disrespected he's uh yeah <laughs> um, so he's uh he's 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 basically yeah this guy is napoleon complex personified he doesn't <laughs> want to he's a little guy who doesn't like to be uh crapped on by life and he's got a he's just he's got a he's on a vengeance mission against all of existence it seems
3: it was so and, it was so visual for me last time ross you described him Shaped like a fire hydrant.
0: He's built like a fire hydrant wearing a coat. Just imagine like oh, a, man, a wizard brought so a fire great. hydrant to life when he kind of like shambled out and he's covered in, <laughs> covered in scars from industrial so accidents great. and construction mishaps.
1: Um, yeah. And I love that Chuck went out to find a new crew and recruited two people who are in the four foot to five foot range <laughs> in height. Hey,
2: they're most reliable, man. Short people you can just trust them. Trust them with your
5: life.
3: Size doesn't always matter. Exactly. TM, but again, also TM, Mathilda's catchphrase. Of... Yeah. Also, Mathilda has a cold today, so it's really hard for her to talk in the range she talked in last episode. I, I was going to
1: say, you sound like an old lady today.
3: That's a little... <laughs> I'll get there.
4: <sighs> <sighs>
1: yeah, listen, uh, audio listeners, for uh, Sydney uh, furiously panting between... <laughs> Uh, between <laughs> lines. Uh, and then finally, we have returning, uh, the, the man who brought them all together, uh, the Taika Rossi hound, Chuck. Mm. Chuck, uh, you had your crew together and you went and yeah. you saw uh, the spy, Valeris, who's one of your contacts. Valeris mm-hmm. gave you a job. Um, Valeris told you that there was going to be a heist of a tattoo artist in uh the docks district of Duskfall. This tattoo artist was named Triss, and Triss supposedly had a supply of Leviathan blood somewhere in her tattoo shop. Ugh. Valeris told you that the Bill Hooks, a r- savage gang of uh mercenary thugs, were going to come and do a smash and grab on the tattoo shop and get their hands on that Leviathan blood. Valeris wanted you to stop them. Valerius wanted you to stop them, but uh, let you know that he would be among the billhooks pretending to be one of their number during the smash and grab operation. And that you should injure him in some way to take any suspicion off him that he set them up. Mm. You arrived and you uh, were in a controlled position because you chose a deception approach. Mm-hmm. And Canute and Mathilda managed to convince Triss that Canute was a sailor who had seen a Leviathan because Triss gives special tattoos to sailors who have uh, sailed on the Leviathan hunting ships and who have actually seen a Leviathan. So Canute was in the chair. Mathilda was sort of the one doing the talking to kind of convince Triss of this. There were some other sailors in the shop waiting their turn and Chuck and, and his dog Muck, his animal companion Muck were posted up on a building nearby in a sniper type position. The Bill hooks along with Valeris approached. Uh, they uh, actually picked up the sailors who were disgruntled after a fight with Mathilda and Triss uh, as a uh, part of their number due to some um, roles where a conflict was rolled. Uh, they all entered the shop and uh, you know Mathilda and um, and uh, Canute were running interference on them pretty well, and that is when. Let me know if i'm uh, I'm forgetting anything guys, but that is when Chuck entered with his heavily modified pistol That what kind of ammunition is it carrying Chuck? It's carrying
2: electroplasmic plasmic yes, electroplasmic ammunition
1: and we know from a flashback that Canute souped up these pistols for yep. you
4: mm-hmm. yeah
1: Canute did something to them uh that uh modified them chuck bursts into the shop i think that, uh, that you, there were six assailants now there yeah. are five because one ran off one was scared off by chuck and his pistols yep. there are five assailants in the shop mm-hmm. we know that mathilda has entranced tris the the shop owner and that tris is now more suggestible and mathilda has uh recruited her and helping to defend the shop and we saw that uh tris has some sort of electrostatic tattoos all over her body that emit energy um anyway we ended on Chuck bursting into the shop pointing his pistol at the leader of the bill hooks a guy who has like a a top hat with like a feather in it looking a lot like Bill the Butcher from Gangs of New York Chuck pulled his pistols pointed them at the leader and pulled the trigger yep okay So you, but right before you did that, Chuck, you said, I really want to find out what these pistols do now that they've been modified, right? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And you also know that they've been modified something to do with electrostatic ammunition, uh, electroplasmic rather. And Chuck uh, or Abu, you know that murdering someone in cold blood right in the middle of the city would draw the attention and ire of the spirit wardens, don't you? Oh, crap. Oh, my God, we don't have the uh, crow's uh no, You don't have a crow's veil ability to hide corpses from the spirit wardens, do you?
2: Oh, no, we do not. So yes. can
1: I pitch uh, and
0: that part of this souping up was to make these things, these pistols, um... Shoot out um, electroplasmic ammunition that will incapacitate, but not kill. That these are non lethal rounds. Now. Exactly. It, um, yeah, like I- shunts the spirit or something. Mm-hmm. Mm. They like I maybe think- it like knocks the uh, s- the spirit out of the body for like a Doctor moment. Doctor
1: Strange. Oh, yeah. holy, like, holy strange shit. man! You know, like Oof. you can yeah, pitch man. that, but let's see if it's true in this case, uh, Chuck. You uh, need to give me a roll an action right. roll as you fire on uh, these uh, these bill hooks
2: so normally I would roll hunt however, what I'd like to roll is prowl and the reason why I'd like to roll prowl is because I didn't necessarily imagine myself bursting in. I imagined myself sneakily coming in and ambushing from behind hmm
1: right okay I think you did announce yourself uh, I I could be m- didn did know I
2: did I did announce myself I was about to say I'd like to say something but then I just stopped and shot
1: yeah I think that that's I think that that's uh, I'll allow a prowl absolutely okay so well, give me that prowl roll it's going to be I'm gonna tell you something we don't know if these pistols are gonna absolutely work the way you want them to okay? Um, or, or how many how many targets you can target at once with this strange ammunition um, I'm going to make this risky uh, for uh, you know what I'm going to make it for great effect because you, you spent stress in a flashback to set this okay. up so if it works it'll work in a big way and I'm going to push myself to get an extra die Ooh. that sounds like a good idea um, I'll give you a devil's bargain Oh no, no need, my friend, because I got
2: two sixes. Oh! Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit!
0: Okay. So,
1: um,
0: with you're two dealing sixes, with master craftsmanship. there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's a critical hit. I don't uh, know whether that's dang. gonna be good or bad, though, guys. Come on, how we don't many, know what's gonna... How many dice did you have all together there? Four. Okay, I'm gonna make a. Uh, I'm gonna make a. You had four all together. Oh my word! I'm gonna make a fortune roll. And that's going to tell us how many of the bill hooks you take out in one shot here. Holy crap. Okay. So I'm going to roll one die. Uh, and if I roll a six, that means you take out all of them. If I roll a one, it means you took out the leader that you fired at. Okay. Right? Here we go. Guys, I rolled a five.
4: <laughs> Chuck walks in,
1: pulls the trigger on both pistols. This electrostatic blast of like you know lightning uh, arcs around the room. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It hits the bill hooks, and you see in that flash of lightning, you know how lightning uh, actually the lights go out in here for a second, and then there's just a flash of white for just a moment. And in that moment, you see the spirits of the bill hooks leave their bodies, like huh. whoa, blasted <laughs> yeah. out of their bodies. As uh, and then uh, the lights come back on, and they're all over the floor uh, and Triss is there like uh, kind of shaking and kind of like with a dazed look on her face and Canute and Mathilda are standing there with the bodies of the bill hooks around them but including Valeris now your qu- the question to the crew is does this count as injuring him in some way so that it looks like uh, so that it looks like he's uh well, He's indicted th- in this?
2: I think what we could do is rob everyone now. Yes. So I want this. Yes. I'm bugging the hat. I'm taking that hat. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is- oh, yeah. It's Chuck's, huh? <laughs> but everyone, that hat please. That
5: looks so good on you, Chuck. You should take
2: thank, you. It. Mm-hmm. thank you, thank you. I just start waving the gun like
5: oh, it's all. All right,
2: I do love the hat. That
5: was and also so impressive.
2: Well, it's because of Knut over here and his lovely craftsmanship.
5: Yes, <laughs> <You laughs> a
4: Brilliant that?
0: work. Yes, you? Yes, is. you'll want to get rid of those spent cartridges somewhere where the uh, residual electroplasm can't. Uh, Decay uh, nearby. It will. Um, you don't want the effects.
1: <laughs> Canute is I already know. thinking of ways the game master could screw them over.
3: Canute <laughs> is like,
0: like, I have like idea. trying on one of the other guy's hats, and it's going fully over his head.
1: <laughs> it's like, it's like, <laughs> damn it! Hi.
3: And Mathilda's standing over the wo- the one. Wo- there was one woman in the crew, right?
1: There was. Yeah. She's
3: standing over the woman, and she goes. I want her ponytail. And she cuts off the woman's (laughs) ponytail.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, she had like a long braided ponytail. uh, And now it's hanging from Mathilda's grubby little fingers. Uh, I assume grubby. Correct me if I'm wrong. They're really
3: delicate and beautiful. And she has really soft hands, actually, Jared. Thank you for asking.
1: Fair enough. Fair (laughs) enough. Um, Okay. So uh, so, uh, the situation is that all of them are unconscious right now maybe Mm. more than unconscious maybe like astrally stunned with their uh, spirits in the ghost realm in the ghost zone Um, you're not sure how long they will be in that state Triss is there and is ready is just like waiting for your commands Mathilda what do you do? Oh, Um. uh, you said you're searching the bodies Um, look uh, you know Blades in the Dark doesn't really have a mechanic for looting things. That's more mm. of maybe a Dungeons and Dragons thing. But what I will allow you to do is, um, one more box than your loadout is now on your loadout, and Ooh. it it can be filled by anything that seems like the Bill Hooks might have had on them. I love it. Oh. Okay.
2: I think also the intention was to to rob them blind to make them again look. Also, Valeris make him look as well like he's part and complicit. We're taking stuff from Valeris as well, so oh, yeah. I think it's like they're all part of the uh, part. They've all been um, treated the same in a way. You see, I- so then it, I feel like that's the kind of aim for it, right?
1: Yeah, that sounds that sounds right. Um,
0: Can I so, take a um, little extra time, GM, to to uh, with that picking of Valeris' pockets with the intention of finding anything on his person that might suggest to me. Who he's actually working for?
1: Uh, very good. Um, so he never
0: revealed why he wants this done or who he's doing it with.
1: Why don't we? Uh, why don't we do a controlled action in this search to see to see how well you're able to do this and how long it takes? And my my thing is the risk here is that if it takes a long time, uh, if you're going to do this thoroughly, if you if you do poorly, it takes a very long time. Okay. And if you fail, you don't find anything. Okay. Um. It seems like uh,
0: I'm going to go with finesse as I as as um as uh Knut's stubby yet preternaturally dexterous fingers <laughs> um, slip into every uh, nook and cranny, pocket and
1: hollow in uh, Hilarious attire. Here we go. Controlled for standard effect. You'll find something.
4: Okay. <laughs> oh, brother! <laughs>
1: uh, you
2: can resist call- that, though, can't you?
1: Uh, you can. Yes. Uh, thank well, you for reminding us, Abu. You can resist anything that happens in the game. Would and you we like to get resist- an extra
2: die, by the way, my friend? Because of, our, cause of the gang that we are.
1: Oh, right. Yeah. Let oh, me resist right. with an extra oh. die. Oh, do well, yeah, you need re- a, be- a better die? Is it to resist everything or certain things? Let's make I think sure. It's everything, right? I think it's just resistance. The player thinks that, but I, as the GM, may disagree, my friend. I, I think gonna look, look, game. I, I, well, I'm just going to look at the specific text yeah. of the power. Right. We're we sure. saying this
0: because I rolled a one, so it's a crit, which would be a critical. You failure. are you are
1: correct, Abu. Forgive me. You get plus one die to all resistance rolls. Would you like to resist that consequence?
0: Yeah, of course, since I've Heck got yeah. this power, especially. So for remind me for resistance rolls, because we use this so rarely. Yeah, no um, problem.
1: Resistance rolls means we choose which attribute that you would be resisting with. Mm-hmm. Then you take six stress minus whatever you roll for that attribute. Oh Attributes God, okay. are rolled using the vertical line of dots, not the dots across from the right, action. So I think
0: I'm going to go with prowess here, um, because like that, those are the things more... More uh, applicable to speed and um, and physical physical uh, altercations. Yeah, prowess. And, uh, <laughs> so, prowess. is
4: very
1: good for Canute.
0: Yeah, so here we go. It's your strongest
1: attribute. So that, six
0: stress. And I, get, I get one bonus dice.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There you go. Six.
1: I got a hey. six. Now, what a I should have five, done a a is tell two. you. So you take no stress from resisting that. What I should have done is tell you what the consequence was. You were resisting. And uh, what the consequence was that you were resisting is that, um, as I mentioned earlier, you spend a lot of time on it. Okay, with a one, and you get nothing. Right. Okay, this time you get nothing, but you don't spend a lot of time on it. You kind right. of do a very efficient quick search. You find nothing. Perhaps that makes sense. If he's going on a mission with the bill hooks, would he, he carry something that would in, incriminate, <laughs> incriminate him? him in him. case, yeah. Um, but still. Yeah, no, it's it wasn't I mean, I think it was a great uh plan, but um there's still something left to do here. I mean, so so far you you if you think you've accomplished what you want to accomplish, mission mission complete, mission achieved. But yeah, I think there's a building. little extra.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and swinging the ponytail. She walks over to Triss and puts it around her neck, kind of like rubs it like a little scarf on Triss's neck. And she says,
5: I would like you to show us where you keep the leviathan blood, please.
1: Triss uh, kind of like has glassy eyes and kind of is still under the effects of the trance powder and smiles at you and says, Can't do that. It's my livelihood. It's the special ingredients. That's why all the sailors come. Can't do it. Sorry can't do it and she kind of like gives you like a light hug
3: (laughs) and Mathilda hugs her back and her hands just make like almost small little claws in her backside and she pulls her back out from the hug and says
5: if you don't show us where the Leviathan blood is people are gonna destroy your shop so I really think that we should get it out of here to keep it safe
1: shop's already destroyed They already smashed everything up. Ah, I better start cleaning. And she starts uh, picking up stuff and trying to hang uh, pictures back on the wall.
3: Um, Mathilda looks at uh, Chuck and she goes... And kind of like shakes her head towards the back room uh, and also makes Isaac Newton is like... Let's...
0: Yeah, Canute is, like, turning out pockets and, like, popping open a locket on Valera's and, like, hmm, yeah, there, there's nothing here. And, like, uh, strides over.
1: Yeah, I'm okay. gonna follow. Okay, um, so you enter that back room where there are, um, you know, shelves and um, all kinds of inks and tools on the on the shelves. And there's also, like, a little desk where she probably does her, her business accounting and things like that. And uh, you are trying to toss this room to find the Leviathan blood to keep it for yourselves. Is that right?
2: Before we do toss it, though, I'm gonna kind of be like, you know who could be really handy at this? Mark? And, like, Mark just sort of comes in.
3: Oh, God, he's so sick.
2: Me and my boy, we have such a a beautiful connection. Uh, He he took my lip, you know, and (laughs) I think what would be really useful is if we have him sniff out the place. Mm. Hmm? Lovely. So I'm going to instruct Muck to sniff out the place if possible.
1: Okay, great. I think we still want to roll an action for Muck. Sure. Um, And uh, uh, what action do you think uh, that Chuck could use to have Muck sniff out the place? Maybe it would be Hunt. Hunt sounds perfect, but the consequence here, or the danger here, is that it will take a long time. Because you're worried about the bill hooks coming to shots have been fired you maybe we worried about the authorities showing up so if it takes a long time that is dangerous to Chuck and his crew so that is the consequence let's make it uh, controlled because there's no threats coming at you at the moment Okay. for standard effect muck will find something okay uh, do I push myself no no, no. what's the worst that could happen it takes 10 <laughs> minutes no big deal
2: Uh. i'm gonna push myself for an extra die
1: okay that sounds good take the (sighs) six six all right so uh muck uh is coming up with nothing but uh but this is only like a, a few minutes have passed maybe two or three and then um you suddenly notice That Muck, every time Muck goes over a certain um, square of wood in this back room, there's like a different kind of creak, And you notice that because you chose hunt, uh, Chuck. Mm. Uh, And so you're being very perceptive and kind of keeping track of everything in the room. So Muck hasn't found anything, but Muck is creating a certain kind of sound when he goes over a certain section of flooring. Mm.
2: I kind of walk over to that certain bit of flooring and I put my foot on it.
1: Yeah, um, there's some sort of door here in the floor under a uh, under some carpet under a rug. Help me here, quick!
0: And yes. then I cry and rip up the rug. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So
1: you find that there is a trapdoor leading all the way down into the water, and there's a chain going down into the water. Uh, oh, amazing!
2: Right. So then we have to get this chain up, guys. This is where the blood is kept, right?
0: All the way, all the way. Yeah.
1: I'm- all right. So um, I'll allow you to do that with any, without any action roll. Obviously, um, you can go ahead and pull up that uh, that chain. Right now, I'm going to make some mystery rolls as you do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And. Okay. Oh so, um, I'm ready. Um, you pull up a, uh, a canister. Uh, how to describe it? It, it, it is definitely um, something that is uh, unique to Duskfall. It's, uh, it looks like um, a steampunk, you know, uh, uh, canister that has all this piping coming off of it. And a weird seal. And like a, a, a pneumatic mechanism on the top. And it's very heavy.
2: Okay. I guess what we should do is find a way of covering and leaving the facility with this. I'm, I'm, and attaching it from its chain, first of all. Uh, so what we're we gonna do.
3: Mm-hmm. Wait, is this like a sewer beneath it? Or No, like- it's
1: the water, it's the water of the sea itself. Chris's tattoo shop. ...was located toward the end of a rotting dock. Oh, wait. Why no, don't, not toward here. the end, but at the edge of a rotting dock.
5: Yeah, Mathilda says, Why don't we just escape this way? I mean, it seems so simple. With a boat. Can you not swim, Chuck?
2: No, I, I
1: I can't swim. Look at
2: me.
3: Um. Remember all
1: the tools you have as scoundrels when you are pulling a score.
3: Oh, we have tools to cut this chain and stuff.
1: Yes. We have s- Not exactly what I meant, but you could certainly cut the chain if we you could like. also Wait, I'm sorry, someone right, did could you also flashback to arrange a boat. Oh. Oh yes.
2: That's
0: very true. Um
3: Oh I love when the GM's like, Hey guys, do you remember how to play the game? Or
1: <laughs> it's like oh this <laughs> would well, really cool if we had one here. I've forgotten how to play the game plenty of times, so I feel I owe the flashback. players an occasional hint. So I
0: think I think I I mean I was thinking, like, I could flashback to arrange a boat, but um, uh, the social graces are not really Canute's strong suit. But um, I I, I could perhaps build one.
3: I think Mathilda could flashback, and this could go even deeper. Mathilda flashback, she knew the sailors who were in the tattoo parlor earlier because she met them at a bar uh, and had flirted with them And like became friendly with them And she got them to tell them About all of this like oh we, we're Going to the tattoo parlor Oh we're you know how are you getting there Oh we just take the boat over from the docks And we do, we park it underneath and blah 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 Then you don't have to pay for parking Type of thing and she took in all this Information
1: What we're, is? How much <laughs> does parking cost in Dust Bowl <laughs> You have to dock the boats Boat parking uh, go, yeah. ahead. go ahead. You have to dock the
3: boats and there's poor orphans who make you pay so they can tie it to a big rock. I uh, love where
1: you're going with this. Go ahead. So
3: basically, she got all this information and then purposefully remembered that they were going to be there just so she could make a big scene and, like, bother them, basically, and kick them out so that they would, like, be all pissed off and, like, not wait for their tattoo and take their boat and leave if stuff went down. They're going to be busy, like, hey, these people are, you know, da-da-da-da-da, go drinking or whatever. So she's going to check to see if their boat is potentially still under the docks where they said they were going to park it when they went to get their tattoos.
1: Well, I'll tell you something. Um, if, uh, if she pays her to stress, it's there.
3: Okay. I didn't even take any stress yet. I'm going to do it. And it's not like a boat, but it's like a dinghy. It's like a really tiny. Right. They, rode, they yeah. rode over.
1: Yeah. Um, very good. It's there. Let me ask you this. You you mentioned uh, giving it to an orphan. Is there an orphan in the boat currently? Is there a uh, ragamuffin, a street urchin?
3: Yes. The boat. Okay. They paid an orphan to watch the boat.
1: Yeah. Um, and this orphan's name is Wiggles. Okay. So uh, Wiggles looks up at you and goes, yeah, mom, I've got it.
5: Oh, Wiggles, you are so darling. Uh- I'm gonna buy you a cake. All the cakes and creams that you could ever ever want. You're gonna eat your little heart out. And
3: then she turns back and she goes, Oh, Wiggles has the boat. Everything's fine.
0: Great. And that's not
2: fine to put the let's load the it, on. Load it load on. on. Is
1: it still Wiggles, attached to the catch. chain? It is, yeah. Catch. Well the the, the 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 you can get the canister off of the chain easily Great. and there is a chain leading down to the boat right
0: now. You can clamber down the chain and uh pull yeah. the Pull the uh, door, the hatch, shut behind us. Okay, yeah. so who's going first down the chain? I will.
1: Okay, and who's going last down the chain?
0: Then I, I mean, if, if, um, if Mathilda is having all this parlay with the orphan, then it sounds like Canute's going last. I tell you what, actually. No, I will go last, for
2: you are my crew, and I love thee, and I will hold my gun and keep watch. Mm.
1: Okay. Um, you're holding your gun to keep watch. Um, everything seems uh, seems like no problem, and Canute uh, and Mathilda are in the boat with Wiggles.
3: Uh, right. qu- question. When we looked at this container, did it look similar to the stuff that she ha- brought out for Canute for the tattoo? Like, can we tell...
1: No, it, it, it's possible. I think it's very easily uh, surmised that she takes a little bit out of the can- canister and puts it into kind of like a little ink well.
3: Okay. Just making sure that we're not way off base and for some reason this is not what we want. But
1: yeah, uh, what a nasty trick for me to play on. I know. Yeah. I like- Catalog that for later, but right now uh, <laughs> it's easily surmised that that's probably how she uses the, the stuff in the canister. Yeah. Um, Chuck, mm. Uh. You know what? For keeping watch, uh, give me a roll. Uh, you've you've said you're keeping watch. I yeah. have to. I have to uh, be true to that. Give I'll me an roll. action roll. Survey. Um. Obviously, if you fail, you've missed something key. Okay. Uh, failed. Uh, so uh, position is controlled. Position is controlled for standard uh, and for standard effect. Okay. Oh. Too, but I'm going to resist.
4: <laughs>
1: okay. Um, the consequences is that you missed something, so I guess that if you oh, okay. uh, if you resist... No, that's okay. If you resist, then you will notice something. Okay, okay You cool. will notice something. It might okay. not be the thing that you most need to notice, but you will notice something. Okay. So go ahead and uh, take six stress minus, I think in this case, the uh, attribute that you need to... Uh, resist insight. with insight. Yes, thank you. Right. Six. Oh. Great. You take no stress to resist this consequence. Uh, and what you notice uh, as you um, as you uh, are about to climb onto the chain is uh, you look down and you see another kind of dinghy headed toward your dinghy.
3: Uh-oh. Oh
2: shit! Bloody of course, they would have. Got the, they would have found a way of
3: getting their boat to
2: to the boat so what we okay what i'm gonna do then is hmm, i'm gonna go down and then i'm just gonna get my piss i'm gonna know as you
1: as you start to go down the chain right suddenly uh footsteps upstairs you're going down the chain Triss appears at the top of the trapdoor, grabs onto the chain, all of her tattoos light up with blue light, and b- 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 <sighs> <laughs> electroplasmic energy goes down the chain, it's a perfect conduit, and you are about to be blasted by volts of electroplasmic charge, what do you do? I'm gonna <clears> let <throat> go of the chain! <laughs> oh no! Uh, letting go will definitely uh, get you down. Uh, well, gravity will take it from there, but I need some sort of action roll to stop you from completely uh, overturning the boat below or falling into the drink where you can't quite reach it. Something I need. A, I need an action roll.
2: I'm going to do a finesse. Yeah. Uh, finesse. Yeah, As I'm falling. Um,
1: yes. Yes. Trying to land just so, trying just to ag- so. yes, just perfectly okay.
2: um, finesse. Mm-hmm. It's gonna. Is it position is risky or or, or what?
1: Let's call this position desperate. Yeah. Uh, okay. Because Ooh. there will be a big consequence if you fail this. Um, okay. okay. Can you'll I- potentially take harm from Tris because you didn't like go fast enough. Can okay. I
3: also move Wiggles? Uh, right i'm like lining him up right under to where he's gonna
2: fall <laughs> that, as that must that be an assist, assist. would yes. you please
1: take one stress mathilda yes. and give uh chuck an extra Happily. die for his finesse roll Any, anything
3: for chuck
2: here we go. <laughs> i'm gonna push myself as well for this oh my god so oh, two more stress two more extra yeah
0: okay Urchins come in handy in many ways <laughs> there go.
5: they're so expendable here you go mm-hmm.
1: trust the die come on baby here we go. <laughs> a one, a two, and a one. And this is when, as a GM, I have to stop myself from smiling really big. <laughs> I'm having to control my face right now. And You're it's, not. It's,
3: You're smiling. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's
1: painful. Part okay. of me wants to
2: know. Like, I don't even want to resist this. I actually want to know what's going to happen. So please. Oh, you
1: can resist it, though. Just
2: I to actually, be clear.
1: Part of me wants to know. Okay. Um, Electrostatic energy uh, courses through Chuck's body. I mean, every nerve is on fire. Uh, His body becomes paralyzed. He does let go of the chain, but not before taking, let's call it a level two harm. um, Fried. Fried, we'll call it. And then Chuck falls from the chain does not land on wiggles lands out in the cold dark water but chuck is currently unable to swim because his body is in completely shocked and all of his muscles and nerves are contracted and there's another boat headed toward you you probably should have resisted but i told you it was desperate so uh that is what is happening currently chuck is sinking and there's another boat headed toward you it's up to Canute and Mathilda now, what do you do?
3: Hmm. Uh Um Do you have any ideas, Knut?
0: Uh you can see Knut like reach for the oars for a second as if he's just gonna row away. Um like uh, <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> and, well and that's kinda how Chuck's crew operates. I mean and, um and uh maybe he'd just like eyes connect with you for a moment, just like Where we um... and uh, just one oar starts working to turn the the, the, the craft around and uh, I'll reach an oar over to uh to
1: um Chuck's body. Triss lands in the boat. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she has a weapon, too, by the way. She's got, like, a big, nasty-looking needle, and it's currently crackling with electrostatic energy, and she swipes it straight at Mathilda.
3: Okay. Um, by the
1: way, the boat is shaking and might overturn in a moment.
3: Oh, my and God. And Chuck
1: is sinking to the bottom of the uh, ocean. Okay. Uh, what do you do, Mathilda?
3: Okay. Um, I do have... Uh, I do have a cane sword, um, because I took okay. a moderate a moderate low out load out load out. So I think she would, from somewhere in her puffy Lolita dress, <laughs> it was strapped to her thigh. She shring, like spins out this cane sword, uh, and goes to. Can I block this hit? Can I like use my?
1: Oh, well, let's have a full uh, fencing duel on a uh, dinghy. Uh, that's a, a kind of. Mm-hmm. Tilting in the water I think that's a great idea um, So you'd like to parry And perhaps yeah. even thrust back If yeah. the dice allow it Am, am I wrong? Allow it. Yeah, okay. I, I would like to What action are you
3: using to do this? I'm trying to decide I think I'm going to have to use Because for my prowess I only have prowl I don't really have like finesse or wreck So I think I'm going to use my rook's gambit And take two more stress To use my three in sway for wreck and wreck, just, oh you're trying yeah. to wreck her yeah
1: okay absolutely so i'm trying to
3: knock her off the boat i just want to get her off the boat and also she has that electric cracking energy and i'm like what would happen if she touches water so i'd like to just try to like knock her in the head off balance off the boat
1: that is uh that sounds like a wreck to me go ahead and uh, roll and uh, rook's gambit is coming in really handy here this is going to be a desperate roll uh, and right. it will be for standard effect because Triss is not a higher tier than you. So you'll be able oh. to you'll be able to uh, take her on head-to-head. Uh, if she Jared, was a higher tier. Yes, go ahead.
3: Just so I don't mess up the sheet because we're using it within roll 20, can I just hit my sway to roll since it has my three points?
1: Right, that's your Rook's Gambit, yeah. so that makes sense. And uh, oh. make sure to also mark, uh, ladies and gentlemen, your desperate actions because they're important oh, yeah, to your XP that's later. Oh, okay, so, this so this is
3: Desperate uh, standard.
1: Yes. And God. you'll just like mark that you took a desperate action in, I think, prowess.
3: Oh, I see. Okay. Okay.
1: It's in the little, that oh, those little oh, nice. bars. Oh, I you do? just
3: rolled a six. I got a five, six, and a two.
1: <laughs> a five, six, and a two. Very well done. Um, you come up. You swat the uh, needle out of Triss's hands. And then your little arm comes back around and because you're uh, of shorter stature, you take her legs out from under her and she falls down into the water as well. All right. So splash. Now Triss and Chuck are potentially uh, sinking into the water. You see the water kind of like bubble and boil for a second when Triss goes in because she has that weird um, eel-like quality to her, uh, her, let's just call them magical tattoos. So, uh, let's, uh, let's, let's look at the situation. There's another dinghy moving toward you. It's just gotten closer, although because of the lights in Duskfall uh, being just here and there and not covering everything, you can't quite tell who or what is in it yet. Chuck is uh, a little lower in the water than he was a minute ago. And uh, I think Canute hasn't acted for a moment. So, Canute, you said you were reaching out your oar to Chuck? Right, um,
0: reaching it to to fish him uh, closer to the to the boat
1: so we can haul him in. Okay, so um, let me understand. For someone to be saved by an oar, they would need to be able to grab the oar, correct? And he's fully unconscious.
3: Yeah, we got to go. He's not go unconscious. In, the water. in fact,
1: he's very conscious. He just can't
2: move from a paralyzed. Moment. Okay. Um, so, but I'm rigid though, right? That's right. So you could technically, if and I can fell just like push this, find yeah, find a way of maybe hooking it. Like if I fell like this, you could probably hook it in my arm. Yeah, it yeah. Pull me that way if I'm rigid.
1: Interesting. What would be your uh, approach here, Knut? I mean, that sounds like finesse
0: to me to really like uh, does delicately to me as well. get it scoop in there. Up. Scoop him up. Yeah. give him. Gen- yeah. Your- I'm giving him a gentleman's scoop. Here we go. <laughs>
1: Five success with a consequence. Um, it's game, man. The, the, <laughs> okay, <laughs> so the success with the consequence is that uh, as you are uh, pulling uh, Chuck into the water, I mean out of the water rather, um, it's very awkward. It's very clumsy, right? And mm-hmm. you can see that it takes uh, t- it takes too long. It takes like a, a full minute, uh, which is very important right now. And Triss grabs back onto the boat. <gasps> And is climbing back in. At the same time, muck has fallen into the water. Oh and it's like God. swimming for the boat as well. But there's too many people in the boat already, including Wiggles. And now this other dinghy is close enough that you hear a voice uh, from the dinghy go, Stop where you are! Stop, all of you! Hand over the Leviathan blood! And that is where we are going to take... A short break. Oh, Oh
4: my God, God, man.
1: We're going to find out when we come back if they get out of this. It looked like a perfect job for the the first half, and Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden everything went to shit. Uh, We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. Welcome back. And our crew finds themselves in a very precarious position. You're in a boat beneath the tattoo shop. It's a tiny little dinghy. Triss, the tattoo artist, is trying to climb back into it and another boat has approached and has uh, pointed, uh, someone is pointing a gun at you. I don't know if I described that before, but uh, here we go, I just let it slip. Someone, a shadowy figure is pointing a gun at you and demanding that you uh, give them the blood. But on the bright side, Chuck is in the boat now, uh, and Muck is swimming toward it. So you have your entire crew together. Um, Am I still paralyzed? Um, Actually, why don't you go ahead and give me a roll to kind of get moving again? Okay. The consequence, Um, if you don't, is that um, you're going to take some sort of permanent harm here. Let's see how well your body does here. Permanent harm, man. Right. Oh, well, okay. I don't mean permanent forever, but I mean you'll take some sort of harm.
2: Okay. I'm going to attune. I think it would be attune, right? Because I guess oh, this interesting. is electroplasm. Yeah, it's yeah.
1: electroplasm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You can attune uh, to try to kind of clear this uh, electroplasmic poison out of your system, right? Okay.
2: Okay. Is it risky? Or
1: I'm going to say it's risky, and it will be for great effect. If you succeed, you'll get it. you'll get rid of it. Actually, I'm going to make it desperate for great effect, because if you fail, you've taken some sort of harm that affects your rolls, right?
4: Oh, right,
1: okay. And remember also... Whoa. Oh, what? Go on. Well, I just want to remind you that you've already taken some harm. You've already been fried. Yes. So your rolls already have a problem. And let me see was- what that crap is minus one die okay so yeah so would you would please it? if you already rolled roll again with minus one die okay because i think it does it, you know it's only if the if How the would I um, do harm would affect this but i think it would
2: okay if i did desperate standard no great effect um but i wouldn't have a bonus die so oh minus one die okay cool
1: and a one and oh. a one so, so, I resist I'm gonna resist this oh, now because you can't
3: well hold on it was zero dice because you were rolling with minus one so no matter what yeah. you would get a, you only have one dice so you would no, have failed but,
2: no because uh, if what could have happened is let's say I got a five and then a four I would have had the four so you go for the lowest oh, when you have oh, no oh. whenever you have
1: zero in an action that's how you roll it
2: I'm i resist. didn't know that Okay, I'm going to resist whatever you're going to throw at me. Um,
1: Yeah. um,
2: I guess it's resolve, isn't it?
1: I think so. Uh,
2: (coughs) Yeah. One bonus die.
1: Six. (coughs) Finally! Nicely done. Okay. (sighs) So you take no stress. um, Resilient. And uh, rather than having this poison, you don't take the harm. uh, And uh, well, this worked out very well for you, you take zero stress, you don't take the harm, and you can move again. You can move again. Okay. Um so that's good for you. Uh, you're in the boat. Muck is uh Muck is swimming toward it. Triss is climbing up in and now uh Triss looks like uh, she looks like her skeleton is glowing almost like Celiac Khan. Her skeleton mm. is glowing through her body. She looks like a demon. She's so angry and she's reaching for Mathilda of course. And then of course a shadowy figure uh, you can just see a, a little bit of uh, from Triss's like glowing body you can see the gun, the barrel of this figure's gun as it points toward you from another boat saying, give me the blood. Give me the blood now. What do you do? If I can move, can,
2: can I don't know, in some unhumanly manner, because I had a fine pair of pistols and I've only shot with one bullet on one. Could I, with the other one, just suddenly just kind of be like, <laughs> just shoot. Like, I think I'm going to aim for, because uh, how, how are they aligned? Because the aim is to almost shoot Triss because she looks like she's about to blow up, right? So I'm trying to think, like, if I shoot her with electroplasmic ammunition, I'm able to push her back into the other boat and essentially cause whatever madness is going to happen there.
1: Wow, that's an incredible—that's uh, an Michael incredible Bay idea. Are you going
2: about it, thanks. Yeah, I no, it
1: I similar. think it's a good idea. It would require, I think, a crit to do all of that. Uh, okay, but you can certainly you can certainly try for one. All right. Uh, is anybody? Uh, so, um, I'm going to make you a devil's bargain, though. Okay. If if you get a complication, even just a complication, these pistols no longer work. They like okay. completely overheat and oh, fry. Sh- Here's the addition to the Devil's Bargain. If you fail, these pistols hurt you as they explode. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. Okay, great. How and many at Tris, do you have? You're shooting at Triss,
0: right? Pardon? You're shooting at Triss? Yeah. Great. Okay. Uh, shooting at
3: Triss to hopefully hit her hit into her in the other blast. To ricochet. You see what I mean? <laughs> to
0: the opposing book. Great. I am
2: I am the prodigy of Michael Bay guys, so it's uh you yes. know it's part of that whole thing you know. Ever seen Bad Boys? Yep. Yeah, well, I, I have to add boys. one more thing
1: to this negotiation, and I think I think it really really affects it. So before okay. you make your roll and agree to this, if you do not full succeed, you will not be shooting her into the other boat. You'll just be kind of taking her out. Does that make okay. sense?
2: That makes sense. Okay.
1: All right. So Very good. It, prob- it okay. sounds like a
2: desperate role then.
1: Um, I would call this a no. It's it's. It's risky. not, because it just has a Devil's Bargain, so it's risky.
2: Okay, for what kind of effect? Standard? Standard effect, yeah. Okay, uh, I'll have minus one die, but I'm going to push myself to get that die back.
1: Okay, um, two more stress.
2: So, that's two more stress, that's fine. Uh, here we go, Stressville. And you get the plus um, one
1: die from the Devil's Bargain.
2: Yeah,
0: okay.
1: Okay. Um, I, can I assist? You can, how are you oh. assisting?
0: Because you're now on the boat, right? Yeah. Um... So, uh, can I, um, just, like, by, can we say that, like, uh, just, like, maybe, uh, Canute almost, like, crouches down so that, so that you can, like, uh, steady your shot, steady the and shot. like, almost, like, holding your, <laughs> holding your arm bazooka style and, like, aiming oh, it, man. And, 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 uh, manipulating <laughs> the cogs and wheels that he has is, he is put onto the pistol to try to improve the quality of
1: the shot? Great. That is a uh, 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 stress for Canute. Can uh, I add- assist too? Oh, my God. <laughs> Tell me how you would try, and I'm going to see if there's too many assistants here. How would I, you try, Mathilda?
3: I already have my cane sword out. Um, so I was going to, as she's trying to crawl back in the boat, I was just fighting with Triss. So I assume she's still like my, my main target. I was just going to try to cut... Her fingers off as she's trying to like grab onto the edge of the boat, so that she lets go of the boat and is an easier shot for uh, Chuck to hit. Because if she's not holding on, there's like barely any resistance, so just like whoo, fly backward. So,
1: okay, you know what? I would like that to happen.
3: Uh, Should I? You don't have to. to. You don't have to. Uh,
1: You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna call. uh, I hate to say no to anybody ever. But I'm going to say too many assistants here. There's a small. Okay. This is a small dingy. It's shaking. Yeah. Okay. Here so we here we go. Oh, how many bro. dice do you have for this? What action I've are you using? Hunt. Okay. And how so. many dice now? Now four. I would say it's almost an assured success, but let's find out. Here we go.
0: Same. Uh, Canute drop lowers a pair of goggles over to protect
1: his eyes from the blast. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a five. Success. With a consequence Right Here's what happens Uh, You don't fully blast her into the other boat But you blast her into the water Where she goes flying out into the water Like uh, crackling She looks like a comet She takes off as your blast hits her And she goes far Like I'm talking like 30-40 feet Flying up out of the water And then back in You've totally taken Triss out of out of the running here. Yes. Here's the consequence. Your boat starts to capsize. From However, ex-
2: <laughs> can we resist the consequence?
1: Uh, it starts to capsize. It starts <laughs> to capsize. You cannot resist something that's starting to happen. It oh, starts okay. to capsize. Okay, and Someone okay. needs to do something about that now or it is going to capsize.
3: I got this, Mathilda says, and she takes uh, Wiggles' Hands, his little tiny baby hands. Uh, oh, wait, no. Capsize like there's a hole in it or capsize like we're tipping? It flips
1: over. Tipping. It's oh, flipping it's just... over because the blast from Chuck's pistol was so mm. strong that it moved the boat to almost capsize.
3: Got you, got you. Okay, so... Mm, how throw could Wiggles she? off. I mean, I was going to throw Wiggles off, but I'm like, would that help us? Maybe? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think regardless. She goes... <laughs> She reaches into hurt. his little pocket <laughs> and takes her coin back that she gave him. And then she goes, you don't, <laughs> and she goes, you don't need that where you're going. And she takes his head and slams it into the water over the oh side of the boat God. and flips him off the boat. Oh
1: dear. Losing a little weight. Um, uh, I'm not quite sure how the physics of all this works. I don't know if you'd have time to get the coin, but regardless, <laughs> let's have an action roll to see how this goes.
3: Okay, okay. Um... Okay, I think I'm going to... I want this to work because I don't want the boat to tip over. Uh, But I don't know if I want to use my Rook's Gambit again to use my highest thing. Maybe I'll just do... hmm, What could I use? Prowl? Let
1: me me set this all up for you because I think that just throwing the Orphan off... It's all happening in seconds. The boat's about to flip over. Throwing the orphan off is going to give you limited effect, meaning that something's going overboard. Someone or something, and I'm going to roll fortune dice to find out, with limited effect. You can push yourself to get standard effect. And standard effect means you guys all stay on the boat. Nothing goes over. And can I... Does that make sense, Sid?
3: Yeah. I'll, okay. p- push, I'll push myself.
1: Okay. Take two stress. God, and I'm really you're stressed not getting out. an extra die you're just making sure it, it barely works right you're getting more effect yeah but I'm gonna can I
2: I know this is gonna take me out the game but I'm gonna push I'm gonna assist with muck and so muck can you know almost throw as it kind of as muck climbs on you'll throw his weight off like he'll just stumble onto the boat to try and help stabilize it by accident but it will completely knock me out of the game
3: no, then don't do that.
2: I'm I'm ready for this. We don't want you to lose this. You have one
3: stress
1: left.
2: Yep. We got this. I believe we got in you guys. This. We're gonna we're gonna retain. That just means we're we have team. to be the closers. Yeah, you guys wait. have to be the closers. It's all good. Don't worry. You have don't a worry. Gun. You just have let go. <laughs> let go. Just let go.
3: Oh no! I'm on the door in the middle of the ocean, it's literally <laughs> just like oh. just let go. Uh, just let go. I'll, okay, you do what you want to do.
2: There we go. That's it. Um, I'm done
1: awesome uh, you got an extra die
2: you've got so, an extra die now so on you
1: Mathilda and I think that what happens to Chuck is he finally kind of expires from his not expires he doesn't die he <laughs> passes out he passes out from his wounds you know like he's just had that that rally for a minute to help you all and now he's like and after he commands muck he just plops down unconscious passed out inside the boat so you still have Chuck with you Mathilda tossing out the orphan grab, pickpocketing him as you do so <laughs> tossing an orphan out of a boat is maybe my favorite Haunted City roll to come up in a no. while there's a lot riding on this orphan sauce <laughs> yeah. thank what god action, for this orphan what action are you rolling
3: Um, uh, I want to use Sway because it's my highest uh, well, you have
1: got the Rook um, how do... often can you use Rook's Gambit
3: I don't know, actually. I didn't know if it was a one time use, but also.
1: It'll tell us right here Rook's Gambit. Take two stress to roll your best action rating. So as long as you take two stress, you can do it.
3: The thing is, I only have two stress left.
1: Oh, man, don't do it. Should you take yourself out too and leave it up to Canute? Don't do it. I
3: don't know go for
0: it go for it you know, no, all, no. All, all no. <laughs> Or not? I don't
3: know um, can I can I just make the argument to do prowl as as I throw him off
1: absolutely that that would make sense
3: I'm gonna do that then because I get the extra die I have one in prowl so this will give me two die which You're seems sneaking. seems like it'll be okay okay Um,
1: um I'll give you a devil's bargain
3: okay, the devil's, oh, give me that devil's bargain
1: If you fail or get a complication, the Leviathan blood falls to the bottom of the uh, ocean.
3: You know what? Wait, wait, wait. This is not the worst thing that can happen because these people in the other boat want the Leviathan blood. We were going to steal it anyway. We know it's at the bottom. We can come back and get it.
2: Yeah, I don't know if it's that easy to dive into these waters. <laughs> it's not. Uh, these
3: waters are very bad.
0: Yeah, you know, I mean, thinking about it. Mm, did you say fail or get a complication? So anything other than a
1: six this no, wait, <laughs> Yeah, exactly.
3: This I, can't, is, this is, I can't take that devil's bargain.
1: Okay, no problem. No. Roll if your it was two just dice. A fail,
3: if it was just a failure, I would do it. Okay, so sorry, it's risky. Um, For risky. For standard of so standard, okay.
2: Yeah, but with two die. Yeah. And bonus dice. Okay. Here, Here
3: we go. go.
1: A five and a five. Mm. See there? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um you stop the boat from overturning by tossing wiggles into the water. White <laughs> miss! Don't do it to me! Um you stop the so you getting rid of that ballast that weight uh, suddenly makes the boat go upright again. Um, and uh, and Muck helps you. Muck actually, like you know, uh, leaps onto the orphan and pushes him under. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, that is when uh, well, there's got to be a complication here, right? There's got to mm-hmm. be a complication of some sort. What should the complication be? Well, I think that uh, the gentleman in the other boat is uh, through waiting and fires on you. Oh, oh my god! Well, well, well. Let's roll a fortune die to see whom he fires at. This is the fortune die for Mathilda. This is the fortune die for Canute.
3: There's also the dog in the boat.
1: Um, oh, yeah, it's Chuck. Yeah, there is Muck. Uh, it, I think Chuck is like You're laying, laying down. down in the boat, yeah, so he's know. not really a target. Um, listen, I rolled a one for both of you. So I think that this uh, this assailant has two pistols and fires at you both. Both of you have not electroplasm, but real bullets coming at you. How right about? Now. No, he failed. What do you mean he failed? Those were f- two ones. Were they for you? No, no, for those you? were fortune die Oh to see shit! Okay, who he's firing right. on? Right. Oh, okay, I see. And both Damn. both were rolled unluckily for our. Oh, for I'm our, so sorry, guys. I yeah. should have explained that. Thank you. All okay, right, so bullets are coming at you. What do you do? So we've been shot at. Um,
3: Is this going great.
1: Run away, guys! What can, way. what can
3: I do? Can I do?
1: Action rolls, guys. What are you going to do to avoid this uh, barrage of bullets that's coming toward you? I mean,
0: finesse. I'm going to dive to the bottom of the of the of the rowboat.
1: Okay, that that makes total sense. So I should be clear too. The way you're able to like use an action roll right now is you're not there's not like one bullet coming for each of you that you're like dodging in this second, but the guys clearly open fire gunslinger style and you're trying to get out of the way of the the shots. Uh, yes, you can use finesse to dive uh, down and take cover in the boat.
3: Yeah, I'm going to use prowl for the same thing. I'm just like quickly like ducking down. I'm very short. We're very short anyway right. canonically. So It's to our yeah. advantage. We should get sure. a point. We should get a bonus dice to both our rolls. <laughs> You're so... not going to get a
1: bonus dice, but get this. I'm going to make it so that it is... Um, instead of... Uh, instead of... Instead of risky, I think it's controlled. Hmm. Uh So, so um and, uh, and then you'll get... No, actually, I, I, I got that wrong. It's desperate because you'll take harm if you fail, but you'll get great effect meaning that not only do you duck down and get out of his line of fire you're, you stay there you can't, he can't the boat is deep enough and you're down low enough that you can act maybe fire against him or do something but he can't get like a good angle on you because of how the boats are positioned okay. so it's desperate but for great effect because you're shorter okay. oh man okay any, uh, any, is it, well, okay, here we go. That's You can resist. You can resist. Canute gets a five. I got which a means five. Success with a consequence.
2: Sydney, you can resist.
3: What, uh, what do I do as resistance again? I have to take, uh.
2: You just roll, uh, the, your prowess, and you get an extra die.
3: But I have to take. Stress, or
2: Depending on how much you...
0: Uh,
1: yeah, so you example, take six you stress get, minus
0: yeah. the roll you make. So if yes. you roll the five, you get one stress. If you roll the one, right. you get but five But you haven't uh, even failed
1: yet. We don't need to resist consequences uh, to resist Oh, consequences it's not a fail. Yet. Oh, okay. It yeah, no, hasn't failed yet. That's She's What's just the f- dodging Sorry. the bullet, the gunfire. No, that's okay. Uh, good to know the rules. But um, there is gunfire coming at you, Sid. Uh, you were going to use prowl. Let's have that roll first.
3: I did. I rolled. Did. Prowl. It was a three.
1: I did fail. Oh, I see it now. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. my god. I'm. Uh, am I jamming this thing or uh, <laughs> are we? I rolled. Are, I
3: rolled really fast because I got nervous.
1: You know, here's what mm-hmm. happened. It's because we're playing on roll twenty. Yours just went off, and then I was looking at um, Ross's who came in a minute later. Yes, you rolled a three. You failed, and so Abu's advice is good. You can resist. Do you want to do that?
3: Yes.
1: Okay. So um, go ahead and roll the dots in your prowess. That's the vertical line of dots. Yes. Uh, and you're taking six stress, which will take you out of the score unless you can roll. Rid- how many How many points of stress do you have left? Two?
3: Two. But I feel like I might have done something wrong because I took six stress for something earlier in this game. But I think I took it mistakenly because I thought maybe you said take six stress.
1: All and right. We were- let's roll back the tape and find out. Look. Okay, everybody pause while I <laughs> carefully watch the episode.
3: No, no, no. We'll find
1: yeah. out when Sid took uh, too much stress.
3: <laughs> Listeners right now are just going stupid, stupid, stupid. Um, well,
1: here's here's uh, 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 you could never be stupid and please never say that about yourself, but here is where I become a nasty GM.
3: I did it, it to It Ultimately
1: myself. falls upon the player to keep yeah. careful track of their stress uh, and if they do not and add too much stress that's, that's on where me. they're at.
3: I think I got confused at some point when we were talking about the bravos thing that we get where we can use resistance. And I thought as a collective group, we take sick stress so that somebody can do something. But it's fine. I got wow. Confused. What kind
2: of that's a demonic game I that know. you're playing well, there, well, this man. this game is demonic. Like, it already is. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So you're like taking it to another level.
3: But I think it's fine. It's, it's fine. too
1: exciting to have you potentially out of the game right now. I know, so I know. Uh, that six stress stays there. So and I'm gonna um,
3: click my prowess.
1: Yeah, and let's and add a just, die, add a and die, and add a, and yeah, add add a, a, a die, mm-hmm. and let's
3: see what happens with one bonus dice.
1: Come on, come on, come on. <sighs> Shit, man! A one four. and a four.
3: Well, I did bad.
1: That is bad. So even with uh, you uh, six stress minus the four resistance, you still take two stress. Two. You are out of the score. So. Um, I believe that Mathilda uh, takes cover, um, but um, you now see that Mathilda... uh, Please describe to me, actually, Sid, why Mathilda is out of the score right now.
3: Mathilda um, dropped to to the bottom of the boat so fast that she slammed her chin into the ground, just, like, dropped down and just absolutely... Cracked her chin into the ground and gave herself instant whiplash, and she passed out, like just passed out on contact. So she didn't get shot, but she is unconscious right now.
1: Canute, next, you next have... to
3: Chuck, just like oh, laying next mm-hmm. to him, she goes, "Chuck,"
1: yeah. and then she. <laughs> this, like, They're actually kind of cuddling in a sort of cute way. All
4: right, all so right.
0: Canute is in the,
1: on the in the
0: in the bottom of the of the boat, like pressed up against the gunwale, <laughs> and sees like um. Chuck, unconscious, stiff, sees um, the this this horrible like chin bludgeoning <laughs> of Mathilda Webb. like she's like bleeding profusely bleeding. from the mouth. But she looks and, like, like a little angel. Up, a little a little angel. Muck is snarling and, and gnashing at the <laughs> at the unfortunate body of the urchin who's uh, thrashing in the water.
1: I'm going to flashback. <laughs> oh, this is a <laughs> oh, great idea. Oh, there oh, you go. Before you do, let yeah. me just resolve your roll. You rolled a five. Okay, which means success with a consequence. Right. The the success is you don't get shot. The consequence is you don't have good positioning to act against him like you are that your position is like really awkward. Like in order to do something right now, even row the boat, you would have to expose yourself to fire again. What is your flashback?
0: Just like um, contacts were made with those uh, sailors. We know where this tattoo shop is. So I want to flash back to, um, 20 hours ago, and down at the docks, there's a little figure, like wiring and screwing things into the pylons of the pier underneath the uh, tattoo shop, and uh, you can see little packets like dangling. And uh, oh. pressed <laughs> oh in, in the struts uh. um, and girders holding up this the whole pier, um, and so I want to flashback that I have rigged the pier for explosives.
3: Oh my god! Yes, oh, please. Oh my
1: god! That's amazing. Please take three stress. Okay. Because I think that's pretty involved. That's big work. Okay. Now here's the other thing I want I want you to know. You took the special ability saboteur. That's right. When you wreck, the work is much quieter than it should be, and the damage is hidden from casual inspection. I believe, if it's okay with you, mm-hmm. that right now uh, I want you to make a roll. If you choose to make wreck, this will not be an explosion that people know as an explosion. It will look like the the dock just rotted.
4: Right. Ugh.
0: It'll look like an accident.
1: It'll look like an accident. Does that work for you? Are you willing to take use wreck? I am willing to use wreck, but I'd like to push myself. That's a good idea. So that's three for the three stress for the, um, for the flashback and two for your uh, pushing. So that puts me
0: all the way. Uh, that gives me one stress. <laughs> I have one stress between oh me going out as well.
1: God. Um, okay, so man. It, what is this? Um, um, this is. Uh, wreck, this is right? come on. This is desperate. Desperate as hell for a great effect. Great. Oh my um, here we go.
3: You got this, Ross. You got this. Bonus die. And an
2: extra die, right? right? Don't forget uh-huh. that extra
0: die, baby. I got that extra die. Here we go. So, um, yeah, he's just like, uh, perhaps you see, just like there in the bottom of the boat, uh, the, the scarred face of Canute. Of it's just like, and uh, up from his uh, wrist comes a little like a handle with a plunger. Just like, all right. There we go. And then he presses it. And here's
4: the roll. (gasps) A six. Six.
1: (laughs) The charges go off, and they're not even that loud. They're like... (laughs) Yeah. And suddenly, the entire dock and then a deafening noise as it crashes down into the channel and it totally crashes on top of whoever that was firing at you and uh, totally sinks his his boat as the entire dock and Triss' tattoo shop oh my splash god. down all into the, the bodies water. As well, man. The bill hooks are in there as well. Oh my god, as is Valeris as well. <laughs> oh, as is
0: Valeris. Now it will really look like it was not an inside job.
3: <laughs> I love how Valerius is like, don't do anything crazy. Just, like, beat me up. That's don't it. A little woody
2: okay. Bobby, man.
1: So, in the boat, uh, by the way, your boat is, like, really listing, but it's not going to overturn. Muck suddenly climbs up into it and then does that thing dogs do where they get water off of them. Yeah. <laughs> but the water is sort of black and inky as it hits your face. Uh, And you're now looking at Muck, who is like, "Mm -hmm." and you're looking at little Mathilda, you know, and and Chuck resting peacefully, and right beside them, the canister of Leviathan blood.
0: (sighs) I take the oars and row into the night.
1: (laughs) Score complete. Oh, my my
3: God. God.
4: (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
1: We have a little... so stressful. <laughs> that was that was really great. Blades in the dark play, you guys. Uh, I hope you are proud of yourselves, pushing yourselves to the limit to get it done. Uh, and uh, thank you, Sydney, for taking extra stress just to make sure it was nice and uh, exciting. Um, all right, we have time to give Chuck's crew a little bit of downtime. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So. Let's cut to several days later, several cycles later. How are you... Uh, are you getting rid of this Leviathan blood somehow? Are you, are, you, are you going to sell it? Or are you going to keep it for right now and just take your payout from Valeris?
0: As a leech, I want to keep some of it. But I think we should move the rest for coin.
1: Yeah. All right. Um, so you're in your hideout, the old train car. And you're discussing this. And I think, uh, look, this, this stuff is hard to move because it is a highly volatile, highly, you know, profitable uh, chemical. So I need an action roll. Uh, this is sort of what you call free play. We're not quite into the downtime stuff yet. Just to move this stuff. If you fail... It doesn't mean that suddenly you get arrested or the bill hooks come and attack you. It just means that right now you're really having trouble finding a buyer or finding a way to move it without people tracing it back to you. And, uh, probably your slide should do this because slides are better at this kind of thing.
3: Yeah. I think Mathilda is fully patched up from her chin injury and she looks good again. Um, And able to go into like the more wealthy upper class area where she knows all these rich people want to do is to uh, like get high, whatever, disappear into their fantasies. So she starts to very subtly push uh, at parties this new thing um, that everybody's doing. It's a little mix of this, it's a little mix of that. Uh, and it's the Leviathan blood. She's just kind of playing it off like it's a new drug type. Um, if that can work, does that make sense? Like, would, would that be what they want? Or should she just straight yeah. up be like, who wants to buy the Leviathan blood? It's
1: interesting. Blood? It's interesting. Instead of, like, going for gangs, right? Or perhaps, like, cults or scientists who might some have some sort of industrial use for it. Or gangs that would have a use for it. Who knows what use the, the underworld would have use, use for it. You've gone to the Duskfall Elite, right? And you finally um, are uh, perhaps connected with um, a mysterious group that really, really wants it. But let's see if you're able to move it. Um, let's see if you're able to move it surreptitiously enough. So what action would you like to use to do this?
3: Definitely using Sway and definitely heavily being like, Oh, it's,
5: it's the most fun that you can have. I promise. It's the most fun that money can buy. I mean, if you don't get to try it, everybody else is going to be doing it and you'll never even have tasted it. That would be (laughs) embarrassing, wouldn't
3: it? Uh, She just like really wants to emphasize that it's like for the upper echelon and everybody's doing it. Uh, So so here's... uh,
1: It's very strange because um, uh, just to kind of uh, go with canon a little bit said... (laughs) The Leviathan blood is used to power the electroplasmic towers. It's used to create electric lights. It can be refined into a drug. So perhaps you are finding a high-end client who has the facilities to refine it into a drug.
3: Yeah, let's go with that.
1: Okay, and you're going to use Sway, and it's going to be, since it's you know outside of a score, it doesn't really matter. But let's go controlled for standard effect. You will find a buyer. Okay. Oh, six—a success, a success—and I'm about to tell you why this is important. But first, I can tell you that you meet a mysterious, ambiguous figure out by a lighthouse in White Crown, the most, Mm. uh, the most high rent section of Duskfall, uh, that introduces themselves as Ring, and Ring buys the canister of Leviathan blood from you. Hey! Uh, and says, a pleasure doing business with you. I know that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone's <laughs> and, cutting. Uh in. Ring, uh, having bought that from you, uh, you get paid, instead of the f- just the four coin uh from Valeris, you get paid six coin.
3: <laughs>
1: Oof. For the Leviathan blood. You, you also
3: did we want to sell all of it, or did we want to keep some of it? What did you say, Abu? I forget. Or Ross. No,
0: it was Ross, yeah. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. So, uh, yeah. We take a no, scoop I don't, off the top. not need
1: much. Just a little we, scoop.
3: Yeah, we take a scoop off the top. Before a scoop we sell.
1: off the top Scam is no top. problem. A scoop off the top is no problem, and I don't think it affects what you're paid at all. I'm just going to fill in your coin a little bit. You got six coin. One, two, three, four will go in your hideout, and then someone needs to carry the other two. Or two of you need to carry one. Uh, Who's carrying this coin on their person?
2: Sydney for one uh, rush. you want to take the other? Yeah.
1: So in your coin, just put down that you each have one. And uh, now I can tell you this as well. You gain three rep from this score because the bill hooks were above your pay grade by or a little bit hell? so you take two automatic rep and then one more rep let me make sure that's correct plus one rep per higher tier oh well you're tier zero and the bill hooks are actually this is important you might take away a lot more rep oh whoa. yeah bill hooks are tier two so you actually take two more rep so you got four rep all together this time
3: Thanks.
4: very
1: well done uh now let's continue. Uh, oh, okay. So you, I have a meeting with Valeris, Chuck.
2: Oh, is he is he back? Okay, he he's supposed
1: to pay you out as well. Actually, okay. this is a great place for me to do some fortune rolls to see how people fared after you brought the entire dock down. Here's one roll for the Bill Hooks. Okay, here's one roll for Tris. Oh shit. Okay, and here is a role for Valeris, just Valeris. Okay, Valeris, uh, and you have a rendezvous. That's all I'm going to tell you, Chuck. You had a rendezvous to get paid. Mm. On that bridge, once again, do you want to go there and meet him, or do you want to just disappear from Valeris because you have already sold the Leviathan blood? I will meet him. The thing on the bridge. that he wanted you to protect. No, basically. I'll meet him on the bridge. You go to meet him on the bridge. Valeris does not show up.
3: <gasps> uh oh. We did too. Who good shows of, up? We did too good of a job.
1: <laughs> Nobody shows up. He oh, totally fuck. ghosts you for right now. Does it happen? But to do I do with know you? he's alive? Mm, would you like to gather some information?
2: Yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to survey.
1: Okay, and what are you surveying? I think
2: you know after the event of the collapse probably the news was talking about you know this you know the horrible collapse that happened at the docks, and the idea is essentially that i'm i'm hearing out for how many bodies which were were basically Mm. and specifically you know i'm sure gang members would you know you know they would have mentioned bill hooks you know they they essentially and i want to know how many bodies essentially rocked up and showed up
1: Okay, I understand. You're, you're, you're calming the media and the ink yeah. rakes, which are the, the, the different papers of Duskfall who are always in competition with each other, but who mm. occasionally band together to fight with the government. Uh, they've released a, a story about it, but it's not front page. It's kind yeah. of, you know, Duskfall is always decaying in some way. Parts of it mm. are often falling into the ocean. Uh, so there is a, a, a story. Uh, on one of the lower rent papers that covers the lower rent neighborhoods. And go ahead and roll your survey and see how actually, much. Uh, it might be Hunt because it's Gather Information, right? You can use whatever you want to gather yeah, information. I think I'm
2: going to use Hunt. Okay, um, great. And then it's going to be controlled, right? Or is it risky? Controlled,
1: uh, controlled. for standard. Uh, standard effect. It's it Gather Information, so those things don't really matter as much. Okay. But go ahead. Six. Okay. You actually corner one of the reporters. And you make that reporter tell you who survived because the article just had how many bodies were found, right? Three. Yeah. And the reporter tells you, uh, "Hey, hey, yeah, uh, look, there was a, um, a, a an urchin, uh, you know, one of the many uh, kids that uh, uh, you know are always on the streets. I mean, uh, not uh, not really that surprising to find one of them in the drink, am I right?" <laughs> Uh, And he lights a cigarette. Uh, And then I happen to know that there were two members of the billhooks at the bottom of the ocean. They drug him up out of the water. You say two? Mm, Yeah. Very tall man and a woman with a braid. Uh, No, actually, she didn't have it anymore. (laughs) And a woman who looked like she just had a haircut. (laughs) Yes. You're
2: quite right. I kind of leave. And what you can feel right now is like my trauma is like I'm completely cold. So I'm just this now, you know, I'm this cold, fucking horrible, weird looking hound, um, essentially, is what I'm taking as trauma, by the way.
4: Um, yeah.
1: And I, I need to look because I think when you fill up your stress meter, you take a trauma. Am I right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you
2: do. Uh,
1: okay. So I need both. I think now is a good time since you brought it up for both Mathilda and for Chuck to decide what their trauma is that they took. And you can see the uh, them listed, I believe, on your character sheet, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Um, so your personality changes in some way, Mathilda, uh, even though uh, it might have been due to a stress and counting error. If we're going to use the full uh, consequences. Does Mathilda, after this job, become cold, haunted, obsessed, paranoid, Reckless, soft, unstable, or vicious?
3: I think she's almost all of those things already, (laughs) except (laughs) for soft. So I think in a weird way, whether it was the actual trauma of the event, highly unlikely. She's been through a lot of shit. Um, I think it was hitting her head so hard. And she has like a slight sort of amnesia change in personality uh, from the injury itself. And she attributes it to Wiggles, the orphan who she threw off the boat. So now she has like this weird soft spot. Um, and she's like con- more concerned about things and especially like children, which is so strange because her whole thing is pretending to be a kid and infiltrating houses. And she hasn't been doing that lately, like is lying real low. And every so often, if you look, she's traveling down towards the docks and looking out at the water. And if she sees a small boy, this matted, dirty hair from behind, she walks up and she spins him around. Mikos! Oh, s-
5: sorry. I-, I thought you were someone else.
1: Remorse off over murdering a child would make you soft, I think. Um, so uh, Soft it is. And she may have the other qualities in the traumas, but not to su- uh, such an extent as they um, uh, inhibit her her acting and, and acting as a scoundrel, but now being soft will inhibit her in some ways. Um, very good. Um, what a beautiful and creepy little scene there. Um, what about Chuck? What happens to Chuck? I think
2: Chuck wakes up, um, you know, in this in safety, just black covered, covered black and horrible, and I think he's now you know faced to death, and I think there is a. And the shock of the electroplasmic, whatever that Triss kind of sent through him has almost burnt out his, his, his nerve cells. So he's almost just numb. So he's numb to everything, just mentally as well as physically to a degree. And I think he's just, you know, when he wakes, it's almost like not rather than the kind of, <gasps> kind of waking, it's almost just an eyes open. And you can just see, like, without, you know, the no-lip kind of guy just looking around, just... Did we do it? Were we successful?
1: I think Canute is there.
0: And, uh, yeah, you're just seeing, like... Sparks flying. Like, Canute, like, just, like, turns around. Goggles come up, like... Looks like someone is finally responsive, huh? We, yes. We got the thing done. We got... We got product to move. Good. You got uh, cooked really good. But we fished you out and... Uh, made sure you are comfortable. Thank you.
2: Very well appreciate done. Appreciated, it. And I kind of just sort of move on. <laughs>
1: Where's Muck? Yeah, sorry, I interrupted you there. I didn't mean to. Oh, it's fine. Um, but it's I, like what I will say is, your um, dog this, is this never scene left happens your before. <laughs> we'll say again, Ross, sorry.
0: He's like, your dog never left your side. And Muck is curled there, just like, mm-hmm. oh, like aw. looking up at
1: you. <laughs> and then Muck uh, vomits a little bit and then right. licks it up. Right. All right. I don't um, think this he's doing so good. <laughs> this scene, of course, happened before your rendezvous with so uh, yeah, so Valeris and uh, before the uh, canister was sold.
2: So I know that. So he's there, and I wait there, and I kind of, as I wait there, I kind of am like, hmm. I'm kind of. I I feel like I know that he's watching me. I think he. I think he is there. Can I? Is there like almost like? Could I? Could I get muck to sort of. Because I a spy wouldn't, like, a spy wouldn't send a location or just drop. Like, they're, too, they're too, um, too nosy, I feel.
1: Oh, so we're back at the rendezvous.
2: So I feel like he, I feel like at the rendezvous, even though he doesn't show up, I kind of want to, I kind of imagine that he wouldn't show up. But I've set Muck to almost try and find him. because I'm No sure he's got for an action
1: me. roll. I'm going to tell you, just in, in a free play uh, situation here, Muck finds nothing. Valeris, as far as you can tell, is not at the rendezvous. Just not there. Okay. Why? Perhaps we'll find out next time we bring Chuck's crew back out. Mm -hmm. But right now I have to deal with your heat. And for the heat for the crew, I'm going to only give you two heat. Contained standard exposure. Um, If you had not had that saboteur ability you would have gotten more heat. <laughs> but that, that ability uh, really, really helped. Um, in us. addition, if you had killed members of the Bill Hooks or killed somebody, horror, you know, you would have gotten so much more heat. But you only take two heat, which, uh, congratulations, that is really standard, really, uh, really professionally done for a crew of Bravos. So let me give you the two heat here. And uh, after that, we're going to do entanglements. Entanglements are what happens to your uh, crew uh, as a fallout from this. Uh, Let's see. You have a heat of two. Um, So we're just going to roll on this first table and find out what... uh, And we roll your tier, which will be two, and then take the lower. Okay. Okay so it says uh gang trouble or the usual suspects um i think we'll go with the usual suspects the blue coats grab someone in the periphery of your crew one player volunteers a a friend or a vice purveyor as the person most likely to be taken and then we make a fortune roll to find out if they resist questioning does someone have don't we have those two
0: Oh, yeah. Or don't we have those two, like, cohorts, too, that we got in? Oh, shit, yeah.
5: Yes.
1: Yeah, well, that would be gang trouble. And oh, that no. means one of your gangs causes trouble due to their flaws. Got it. You can lose face, <clears throat> make an example of one of the gang members, or face reprisals from the wronged party. Actually, I am going to go with, sorry, usual suspects here. Yeah. And I think, if you don't mind, I'm going to railroad this a tiny bit you're not sure why but you learned that the blue coats are asking lots of questions about you afterward and you're not sure who maybe uh was talking about you and connecting you to this job hmm. but someone has definitely put a finger on you um, let's make a fortune roll to find out if they resist uh, if, if, how damaging this this tip that the blue coats are getting is or you can just pay off the blue coats right now with one coin
3: I mean we have coin to spare but I'm curious as a player because I'm wondering if it was the person on the boat that we never even got to see who knew that we were there knew that we were robbing it and if they're now throwing blame like if it was the bill hooks and then someone else also knew I don't know I'm Which curious other person on the boat when we were passed out, the person who was shooting at us—we oh, still oh—they got don't...
1: taken down.
3: We don't know that.
1: Well, they weren't one of the bodies.
4: Yeah,
1: they said the two bill hooks.
3: We knew it was the tall bill hook guy with the top hat that you stole, and the woman with the ponytail. We don't know about Valeris. We don't know about the other person, and we don't know about the guy in the boat.
0: Yeah, that's a good point.
3: What do you think, Ross? Should we just pay off the blue coats?
0: We got coin to spend.
3: Uh, oh, could I'm, I could we pay off the blue coats and be like yeah 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 you know like let's keep this hush hush but also Remind who, me with the old al- Who sorry. ratted on it? Oh go ahead, Ross.
1: No, remind me what the alternative to paying them off is? Um you're I'm gonna roll a fortune die and it could uh it could come back on you as heat or even harm <laughs> mm. I love this game. <laughs>
3: I don't. Um, I mean, I could just give him my one coin.
2: No, I think we should keep this coin, man. Let's I think keep we it. Could use it to, to spend it on some real good stuff. Let's 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 fortune roll
0: it. Okay.
1: okay. These are sure. so really we freaks. Go. Don't want to pay their heart. All, the dines. Dines. all right. You understand? If I roll a four or five, that's level two harm to uh, a all level two is? harm. Oh no, that should go to the person on the periphery of your crew. Yeah. But because I've I've recontextualized this as you don't know who's informing on you, I'm going to say. You either take plus two heat, or if it's a four to five... So if I roll a one to three, you take plus two heat. If I roll a four or five, you take plus... Let's go plus one heat, because you did better, and a six no heat. Okay? Okay, cool. That seems fair. All right, here we go. Someone is informing on you. Was it the man in the boat? Was it someone else? You rolled a six. You take no extra heat. <sighs> wow. They're Chuck is such a good leader. You.
3: You're Very so lucky. good, Chuck. Thanks for advising. Mm-hmm.
1: So good. So good. And, and now we have time for Chuck's crew to take some downtime activities. Now, um, I'd like to kind of move through these with alacrity because we don't have as much time in our episode as we normally do for a downtime. So let's just quickly find out. And let's start with the leader himself, uh, mm. the man of the hour, Chuck. Chuck, would you like to acquire an asset, start a long-term project, recover, reduce heat, train, or indulge your vice? I have a quick question, actually. Can we mark some XP? Oh, absolutely. And I shouldn't have just quickly glossed over that. Um, Let's uh, first look at your Bravo's XP. Your Bravo's XP says... Uh, execute a successful battle, extortion, sabotage, or smash-and-grab operation. You are actually more bodyguards here. Should I give that to you anyway? Well, I, I guess so. I mean, we did smash it. It was a smash-and-grab. We, we
3: smashed also didn't, grabbed. Didn't, we didn't protect who we were supposed to protect. Yeah, so. we were literally
2: supposed to protect. But
1: I'm going to give it to you because I think that you kind of have uh, get all of those requirements. Um, did you contend with challenges above your current station? You did. Did you bolster your crew's reputation or develop a new one? What is your reputation? Did we choose one? You're, oh, I don't think we did. Let's choose one now. What is the crew's reputation? Where is that? Um, there's. They give you some that you can choose. Here they are. The reputations can be ambitious, brutal, daring, honorable, professional, savvy, subtle, or strange. Ooh. I'd say you, you, you know, Chuck can be kind of brutal. Uh, Chuck and his crew can be pretty ambitious. They also I think can we're be
2: ambitious, right? Mm-hmm. Ambitious. I think we're very ambitious. Great. Yeah.
1: Uh, in that case, I'll write ambitious into your um, your character sheet, and then I will also give you that XP. I will Maybe. give you that XP because I think you were ambitious in this case. Nope. Okay. That's something so let me go ahead and do that. Uh, and now... Uh, uh, one second. I just have to bring this up again. I'm going to give you that 2 XP... Or that 1 XP for that. Because you were ambitious. And then finally... Did you express the goals, drives, inner conflict... Or essential nature of your crew? Yeah, you guys are backstabbing... Yeah, definitely. Like horrendous people. We literally yeah, you're terrible job, people. And, then- and also I would say... Uh, dealing with issues, um, at one point Canute was just going to leave you. I know that <laughs>
2: yes. was great. That was so good.
1: Uh, yeah, and that that like pause that Canute take took allowed like Triss to kind of like jump into the boat and attack you. So uh, absolutely. I be so soft uh,
0: next time.
1: <laughs> so uh, we might not get to downtime activities, but let's do this XP. Here we go. Um, let's have our let's have uh, let's do Mathilda first. Mathilda, for your XP, you automatically get uh, two Prowess XP because you had two uh, Prowess-related Desperate rolls. Would you like to move those into your main XP or keep them there? If you keep them in Prowess, once that Prowess meter is filled, you get a new dot and a Prowess-based action, or you can move them over to your main playbook advancement and get a special ability when that is full.
3: I'm going to keep them in my bar and wait because I only have one in my prowess section for prowl and I would like to add another to it. So I'm going to hold off.
1: Understood. That makes sense. Um, So um, then we go. Did you address the challenge with deception or influence? Yes, giving you that. You expressed your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background? Did you? Oh, yeah, because you've done a lot of stuff with, like, uh, the wealthy people. Oh, I guess. Was that during the score, though?
3: Not... No, not. It was only in the afterwards. I would say no. I don't really think I revealed much.
1: Yeah, I think maybe not. You struggled with issues from your vice or trauma during the session. Um, mm, I think oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna allow it because you 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 stressed yourself all the way out to getting a trauma. So I'm gonna sure. allow it. Two more XP for you. Now let's look at Canute. Sorry, did did you have any other further questions or comments, uh, Mathilda? No. Nope. Okay. Um, here we go. Canute. Canute, did you... Uh, oh, well, first of all, your desperate actions. I don't... Oh, I see two in prowess. prowess. Would you like to keep it there or move it to playbook XP? I'm going to keep them there. Very good. You addressed a challenge with technical skill or mayhem. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. You expressed your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background. Did you do that? I don't know that I did um, in this one.
2: No, you I lied think, as a sailor,
1: so that's it. I yeah, think maybe I not. Know. And you struggled with issues from your vice or trauma? I don't think so. I'm sitting pretty. I'm I'm the least traumatized of this whole crew. (laughs) Right. Okay, very good. So one XP for you plus your two prowess XP. And finally, we come to the man. A a boy and his dog, Chuck and Muck. I don't see desperate actions here, but I I know that you took some.
2: one on a tune.
1: You took one. Okay, great.
2: But I'm gonna. Can I move that to my playbook, expert? You
1: absolutely can. Oh, and I see right. you've already put it there. Oh, and Chuck already had some saved up. Yeah, I already playbook had some saved
2: up from the yeah, from the last one. Like oh, the last this is cool. Did, if
1: Chuck can get all this XP right now. He might get a playbook advancement. You addressed a challenge with tracking or violence. Absolutely, take that. I
2: definitely did, and because I, I, did, I think I did it twice. Right, I tracked to find where the uh where the uh, what's it called the uh, the Leviathan blood was. And my violence mm-hmm. obviously was blowing them in the face.
4: Mm.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. You know what? Take both. Yes. Nice. And then um, you address uh, you expressed your beliefs, drives, now, heritage, or background. This is hard
2: because I don't. I mean, I mentioned that I was a dog trainer, but I don't know if that it was very impassing. I don't necessarily say it was a moment to to talk about. So
1: I don't think I'll, so. But I have good news oh, yeah. for you. What? The final one is you struggled with issues from your vice or trauma, and you gained your first trauma. Yeah. So go ahead and take that final XP.
4: Yes!
1: Which which gives you a new special ability. Do you know which one you're going to take? I think I do. Okay. I'm going to clear your XP. Okay. And tell me which one you're taking.
2: I'm actually going to go for Sharpshooter.
1: Sharpshooter. Mm. interesting so i'm going to read that off for everybody you can push yourself to do one of the following make a ranged attack at extreme distance beyond what's normal for the weapon unleash a barrage of rapid fire to suppress the enemy oh that's awesome
2: so Uh, i think i think the coldness of who i am now it's no there's no recklessness it's almost like the the numbing of the mind has made it even more focused and i'm just able to just pull you know just get shots which are just unbelievably impossible
1: uh absolutely i'm gonna go ahead and click that for you you now have sharpshooter and uh we have dealt with xp so now we can move on to a little bit of downtime activities now remind me guys and if you don't know the answer i'll look it up does your stress meter stay full until you you, indulge your vice or uh, does no, it clear it when you get a trauma? It, it completely yeah. clears. Take the it clears. So, uh, very good. That means that Mathilda and Chuck have no stress. How much stress does uh, our friend Canute have? Quite a lot. <laughs> then maybe we indulge Canute's vice first, because it fe- uh, yeah. unless you weren't going to do that. Um, I, I would do it. In, are, are
0: we going to do both downtime activities here, or are we just going to maybe do one?
4: Let's
1: let's see where we get to. Great. Actually, we'll start with you Knut no matter what. And let's, what is your first downtime activity?
0: Yeah, let's go ahead and de-stress a little bit. So, um just like a uh, see from behind, like a little squat coat. Like striding through uh, like a like a market and down a flight of stairs, down another flight of stairs, like giving a password to someone. Like <laughs> locks are thrown, and suddenly it's like loud and close and like ah, like like a uh, chits passing back and forth and markers, and uh, there's like like torchlight and there's a ring of people all screaming and shouting around this like circular uh, pit that descends into into the center of this like almost catacomb-like floor, and uh. Uh Canute kind of elbows his way through and like peers over, and there's two uh and there's two men down there, each of whom have like nightstick like like bars, just like wailing on each other with like wow. almost like like Jason Voorhees like like metal masks as they're bashing into each other and uh and one of them has like a, a red handprint on his mask, one has a green handprint on their mask and chucks and a uh, and uh canoe is like takes that coin and is like filtering it through and is like I'll take um I'll put two on green and is like <laughs> he's like leaning leaning over the edge of the pit and is like stove his bloody skull in and um as he's gambling on, on fights gambling on the pit fighters down there
1: beautiful why don't you uh go ahead and roll your uh vice uh, so let's see. You make an at- attribute roll using your character's lowest attribute, and it's you'll resolve. clear stress equal to the highest die result. All
0: right. So, ba- 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 what was it? What was it? What was
4: it?
1: Oh, you got a. Um, so, you resolve. Oh, uh, you wow. have. Yes, yeah, so you got a six, so you clear six stress. Oh, nice. oh no, Let's take the lowest, because lowest, cause, right? Cause uh, no, have you any... used your lowest attribute to roll. That's right. Right? Uh-huh. Is it, wait, let me look at this, because uh, Did you use your lowest attribute? You have two and one, three and other, and you have zero. Oh, yes, okay, absolutely Thank you, Abu right. Every time Abu five. gives the correct answer, I'm, I'm so like, no. I'm so <laughs>
4: no But I still cleared yeah. five, because I Abu, rolled a six and a five Abu, uh, it turns out, knows yeah.
1: how to play the game and needs to teach me <laughs> Alright oh. Yes, you, you cleared five stress And that does not overindulge you, does it? Not at all, it gets me down to two um, Or actually, no, it gets
0: me to three so, that's that's fine. Um so maybe maybe does the gambling does this mean I could actually improve the quantity of coin I get if I roll a good does that <laughs> is that a mechanical thing?
1: Not necessarily. You know, a gambler may lose and still relieve his stress, right? right. It's the thrill. So, um, It's the thrill. Um yeah, so uh why don't we say on this night you broke even?
0: I come out even. Yeah. Um so yeah, you, you just um so down like it's hours later. If if the sun came up here, it would have come up already. But
1: like in fact in duskfall, there are pieces of sun pieces left of in this sun, world, yeah. so it's a, like a dusky twilight time when you walk out of a place. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: you uh he c- c- comes out. You red circles under his eyes. He has not slept. He's how many fights has he seen? And he just you seem like in the in the troughs of the scars on Knut's face, there's little spatters of blood, but it's someone else's blood from the from the many battles that he's seen that night. And a smile is on his face like, oh, he's so thrilling.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> amazing. Uh, amazing. And it makes sense that he lost so much stress from it because he really enjoyed it. Let's move to Chuck. Chuck, you have no stress. What is your first downtime activity? So what is it again that I can do? I can either train... Gather information. Um, Acquire an asset that's usually for an upcoming s- score. You can mm. also um, you can also reduce your heat, which you guys don't have a lot of heat right now. Uh, or you could do a long term project. I think I am going.
2: I think I'm going to start a long term project very good because chuck likes his long-term projects
3: yes of course
2: i think it's to. um is there a way of maybe saying like expand the crew (laughs) sure (laughs) and be like Uh, you know i think uh, i'm gonna try and make it into a business you know i think everyone else you know he's seen that other crews out there essentially um uh what do they do they kind of you know they go out for themselves they're up for themselves and whatnot but i think chuck's more about like forming almost like the a a takeover a takeover gang it's almost like the whole kind of idea of being like no i think we make this as a business as a as a way of going about it you know form more people get more people you know recruit more people and then we take on mass you
1: know so next time we play chuck's crew maybe we'll have like six players (laughs) Exactly. Um, All right. Well, last time you recruited a crew, it was six segments. Mm. This time, I think expanding it should be a little harder. So I'm going to make it uh, eight segments. Okay. And uh, we're going to call it expand the crew, right? Mm. And um, when we expand the crew, I would like for you to roll the action you're using. Okay. and then I will tell you how many of the uh, segments we have filled so what do I roll um, you can roll any action you like that would that would possibly help with this um, okay. when you work on a long term project describe what your character does to advance the project clocks so you need to describe it and then roll one of your actions okay I think I'm
2: hunting I think I'm gathering information i'm seeing who i can turn who i can get you know what that kind of thing i think i'm gonna start if actually you know what
1: can it be a spiritual crew you mean ghosts like ghosts or as my daughter would say ghosties ghosties <laughs> i'm thinking oh, yeah. ghosties i'm thinking it's like he wants some
2: ghosties a part of this like in in this madness
1: Well, then I'm going to change this. I'm going to, um, I'm going to change it to a crew supernatural power. Yes. Uh, because that's a little different from just adding members to your crew. Yeah. You're trying to, you're trying to, like, you know, get spirits on your side or find some way of manipulating the ghost zone. So it becomes a crew supernatural power. And what action are you using to begin this? A tune. That makes sense. Go ahead and roll your attune when you are ready. Four. A four. For rolling a four, you get two segments on your uh, long-term project, and I'll fill those in right now.
2: And I'm just, my, my second action will be that, so can I just roll again?
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah. Okay. Another four. Another four, two more segments. But what were you doing? Could you just kind of, so, dis- uh, what were you, how were you attuning? What was happening?
2: I think I was, you know, almost connecting to my, uh, I was, so the, the first thought was um, using sort of the mind link towards, uh, with Muck and a, almost attuning myself to that first and trying to strengthen that. And as I'm sort of strengthening that bond, that link, I'm, you know, I'm aware that this also, you know, it, it acquires spiritual sort of energy and essence and focus. So I think my my focus on it, that same very same focus that I'm trying to apply with with Muck, that you know, linking with my with my pet, I'm now mind trying to almost mind link with the actual spiritual sort of realm as well. It's almost shamanistic, almost like. Taikarosi, you know, taking from maybe, you know, spying and looking at uh, what Selyak would do and sort of almost link and play into that sort of space. And that's kind of how I'm really drawing from this spiritual, you know, space. And I think the reasons why I'm, 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 I'm doing pretty good at it is because of the fact that, again, I'm so cold, My, I am so numb to it all. And I can really, there's a, there's a way of actually, I, I can almost feel again. So I'm enjoying and 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 living in that sort of that that space.
1: Abu making the argument that his trauma is actually a good thing, <laughs> 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 but I completely agree with you. I think I'll add something. So you have the ghost hunter ability for yeah. your uh, for your hunting pet muck. Mm. And it does say that you guys, the, the the power you chose was a mind link with Muck. So mm. that sort of describes how you're doing this. And I think what's happening, because you're just trying to accrue supernatural power, Muck, uh, I'm sorry, Chuck, you are, like, finding yourself connecting to rats. Oh, my God. And, like, God. crows. And you're starting to learn to warg oh into my these God. things. Oh, so my you're not God. just connecting to uh Muck you may have you may soon have other
4: pets <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh,
1: excellent and you're doing this through sort of a meditation process or you're hunting through the city and trying to yeah things. I'm yeah. trying that's it yeah uh, very good so that takes care of Chuck's two downtime activities and now that you've seen how it's done Sydney Emmanuel, what is Mathilda's first downtime activity
3: Um, I think she really wants to train, and I have a question about training with the XP gain on it. So it says you gain one XP on the track for an attribute or playbook advancement. So how do I differentiate those two?
1: You can choose. Um, You can put it on the track for an attribute, or you can put it uh, in your playbook. Um, Because anything that goes on your track can go into your playbook.
3: Okay. I, be- I, I
1: believe that's correct, right? Anything that goes on your attribute track, you can just throw into your playbook if you want. Yeah.
3: But but I could, if I train, I can literally just put a new dot into something.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. uh, no, it must no. be in the specific. Uh, if you want to keep it with the attribute, it must you must train in that attribute. Let me give you an example. Okay. okay. So um, I just need to look at the crew really quickly. So you are bravos. So that means you start with the ability to train in prowess. Okay. That means if you train in prowess with your downtime activity, you get two dots in a in your prowess attribute. Okay. Uh, two dots of XP of XP. Yeah. If you train in say resolve, you don't get. You only get one Fun. check of XP. And now I'm realizing that there's also something called personal, and that might be the playbook.
3: Okay. XP. Well, this, this answered my question because I'm going to use my two downtime activities to train two times in prowess, which is perfect because I had literally just said I already had two points in it and I wanted nice. to put another in prowl. So go. I'm going to ding, 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 get those four uh, to be able to get another one in prowl. And the way that she's doing it um, is I think she's, if Chuck has time, Um, I think she's training with Chuck because she felt very uh, just like defenseless in the recent altercation. Like she brought out her cane sword at the end. But like Chuck had this gun and he was so fast moving and she's so taken with Chuck, which is why when they first met on the dance floor, she wanted to be part of his crew. And she's also very afraid of Chuck uh, secretly. She doesn't want Chuck to turn on her. And she felt like she fudged up in the last mission and her and Chuck were both unconscious. So she wants to get back in Chuck's good graces so that nothing is wrong and there's no bad blood between them. So I think she (laughs) specifically, uh, very paranoid Mathilda is, I think she specifically says, um,
5: You know, Chuck, if, if you were to take me out with muck, I feel like I could learn a lot. Just a few days in the woods or something. I don't know. What do you think?
2: Yes. A few days in the woods would do you well.
5: <laughs> Chuck, stop it. You're making me laugh.
2: And she's, so she's so scared.
3: She's so scared.
5: It's I
2: was like
3: Sopranos. Say like, it's like we're going to the Pine Barrens. I'm like, <laughs> I love the Pine Barrens. It's so pretty.
1: You know, and there yeah. are really almost like no woods left, but it sounds oh, like yeah. maybe. Well, no, no, no. But I'm not trying to. No, but you. But I think that maybe you, you you're going to go outside the lightning barrier and train. Maybe go out to the wastelands Ooh. a little bit. That would be the duskfall equivalent of the pine barrens. So
2: what I what, what I do then is um. What is there anything of precious of value that you that um that Matilda holds? That Matilda holds.
3: Um, I didn't like, like, an like item the- or anything. I didn't specifically write down any items, but she. I mean, she loves pleasure and that's her vice, but like luxury as well. So I'm sure she has plenty, of, like a dragon's sword of plenty of things that she has stolen from wealthy families that you know about, Chuck, that she doesn't right. tell other people about.
2: So um, what I then essentially do is I essentially like we, we go to the to the outskirts. I tell you to follow me and mucks with me by my side. And what you essentially do, what you essentially see is like out of my pocket, I pull out something of value of yours, be like a ring or a jewel. And I glint it in the sun, and I'm like, you wish to be better? Yes.
5: Yes, of course.
2: Fetch. And I throw it. Muck grabs it and just runs. He's like, if you do not bring me back that jewel, you will find somewhere else to live. And I walk away.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. And she... Snarls a little bit under her breath because she likes Chuck, but she's also like, I can kill him. And <laughs> she pushes her braids behind her ears and just starts like sprinting. And it's scary and weird because she's like a small child size. And imagine that just like running at you full speed, just like, and she's like going to get this ring back from Muck as she chases.
1: Now, because this is just a training sequence, she of course succeeds. And where <laughs> is she putting that new dot? That new dot. Where did it go?
3: Once uh, she fills up her prowess, she's going to put it into her prow.
1: And uh, did she already have two prow?
3: She already had one prow, so now okay. She has so now two. she
1: has two. Okay, uh, excellent. Um, and if you'd like, you can, um, you can, uh, you can tell Chuck what uh, you give him when you bring it back. You can tell him, uh, show me what happens when you bring the ring back.
3: Okay, so when she brings the ring back, um, she is, she literally has to go all the way back to their hideout, (laughs) and she is, like, mangled, like, scratches from muck, like, bites from muck. She walked through, like, God knows where to get back. Uh, Her braids are all messed up. And she brings back, um, she opens up her little fist. She just knocks on Chuck's door in his room, opens up her fist to show the ring, and when you look, uh, there's an engraving on the inside and it says, uh, to M with love, mom. And oh. this is quite possibly Mathilda's personal ring. That is like a family heirloom, uh, and handed hand it down from the family.
2: And I kind of hold my hand over your hand. Like, and I say, and you became stronger. Well done.
3: She twitches a little.
2: I let go, and I'm like, you are fantastic.
1: And then I kind of walk it back in. (laughs) Back into the other part of the abandoned train car.
3: (laughs) Down the train car. Uh,
1: (laughs) Down to another You guys can still see each other. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, that was beautiful. And now, finally, our final downtime activity from... Canute
0: um, I would like to craft a, uh, a gadget so this okay. would be a long term project the yes. beginning of one
1: what are you trying to craft
0: I want what Triss had I don't want tattoos oh. but I want to be able to do what she did so just like often, often the little industrial garret where um where Canute lives just see like pieces of paper like punched into the wall of like a sketching of her like the the um the like crude drawings of the tattoos like connectivity inductivity like electroplasmic currents series of like little equations and things like coils of wire and like again like sparks flying and you see like attaching a little wristband with uh and then two prongs like pop up wolverine style like, ping, like a little uh Jacob's Ladder and you can see, like, the the electroplasm, like, going in, and it arcs up and then sputters and breaks down. He's like, damn it!
4: Uh, amazing. Working. I'm going to call
1: this Canute and um, Eel Tech. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to make it an eight-segment clock, because I think it took... Tris a long time to figure that out. And you're trying to take it out of the tattoo realm and into like a technology realm. That's right. I want to
0: do mechanically, which she did sort of like biomechanically.
1: Yeah, um I would make it more except that you've witnessed it and you've had first hand experience with it, so that helps you a little bit more. Um what action are you gonna use? Tinker. Very good. Give me the roll. a six six, that means you uh, clear three segments Um, so you are only five segments left uh, to uh, doing this so you already have the current uh, jolting through uh, the armor you've built it's just not strong enough yet you just need to find a way to give it a little more jolt
0: that's right yeah um you can see like it's it's really crude and handmade looking like wires kind of like it at, at point pivot points down this kind of like all like gauntlet going up to the shoulder and like um and maybe you see uh it's like just need to see is it's like arcs to life how powerful it is and it turns to a little cage and there's a little rat inside let's just see how powerful we are. Oh He's moving <laughs> He's doing, like, animal experimentation oh to see how. Oh, my
1: God. God. Oh, man. These are bad final, people. Final scene. And then our episode is over. Chuck, as you are scouring the city and making these attuned connections to various creatures, when you are in a, a really kind of run down and empty section of Six Towers... You suddenly find that you've connected to something that doesn't feel like an animal. Down an alley beside an abandoned house, you feel a presence kind of speaking to you that seems more intelligible.
4: Chuck, Ugh. come to me. <laughs>
2: I see you. Oh my god.
1: Tendrils of shadow start to reach out of the alleyway.
4: Zelyak Khan. You betrayed him. What? The
1: tendrils of blackness are reaching toward Chuck and Muck. I want your dog. And the tendrils start to reach for Muck. And Muck
4: goes.
1: (laughs) And that is where we'll end for today. Uh What a great two-parter. He even got all the way through downtime. uh, Chuck's crew is uh, incredible. They might be more successful than The Remnant, really. I mean, Uh, seriously. (laughs) Uh, but next episode, we will be back with The Remnant. We will have Josephine McAdam back on the show. But for now, can we please have a round of digital applause all through the internet for Sydney, Emmanuel, and Matilda? Sydney, thank you so much You for are
2: incredible. Us.
3: Guys, thank you. thanks for letting me jump in and have so much fun and reminding me of the rules as I went along. Because I don't get to play Blades ever, unless I'm playing with Jared. So yep. this has been um, such a joy for me. So thank You're you guys. You're a natural. You
1: killed it. Thank you thank you to my other amazing cast members Abu and Ross guys Haunted City is back and we're happy to be back we'll see you next time
5: dreams. Sweet, sweet.
0: thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network for more podcasts and live streams visit glasscannonnetwork.com and for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else subscribe today at patreon.com slash glasscannon